on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekking, <laughs> sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, Fanboy Planet Podcast. Yes. And here's your host, a live man sitting, Derek McCaw. Thank you. What a, what a juxtaposition. It almost makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yes, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. Nice to be back. Here we are. Uh, we're actually podcasting on a Saturday morning to... Uh, we're missing schedule. our cartoons. We're, we're missing an audience. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. Uh, what are you mean missing? Yeah, talk to them now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's sort of one of those things. I'm Eventually, downloading this 10 o'clock go Sunday back, night. Go back in time and, and walk into the Honey, store. Honey, where are the car From, keys? And that store would be Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. Once again, I'm Derek McCaw, but around me, my, my stalwart companions, faithful people, the people that complete me, the wind beneath my wings, uh, across me, my announcer... Uh, Lon Sleepy Saturday Lopez. Isn't it like noon? This yeah. is about right when I kind of stretch out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. And uh, next to Lon in a Fred Flintstone costume, uh, Chris Garcia, six-time Hugo nominee. It's actually more of a T-shirt than a yeah, costume. It's well, really, it's, yeah. But it's and yet, Fred and, and yet, since you know, Rick took we took that gif of him, and is, that's the uh, false kind of. See, it would thing. be a true Flintstone costume if he had no pants on. And uh, just go to Gershon! Go to Gershon! Oh. And an actual cravat. That is actually the key to the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And of course, uh, and uh, occasionally, oh. occasionally calling in from the end of the table is the representative of Elusive Comics and Games. Stuck on the Saturday shift. The shop boy. Yes, it's the shop boy. Again, silky, luxuriant hair. You really have to come in and see this because they're not going to hire any women. I like his gloves today. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, gloves? Those are oh, glow in the dark. Fingerless gloves that are skeleton hands and they glow in the dark. Ah. Perfect for warming yourselves by an oil drum. Fantastic. There you go. Gaming boost. Yes, because <laughs> for all those homeless D&D players. <laughs> uh, and, of course, next to me, uh, podcast producer, Moral Compass. Whatever else title he wants to give himself. Rick Brett Snyder. Those were cold, baleful eyes, Rick. You <laughs> <laughs> looked over, it was like a wolf. Waiting for you to say that. It was like Pause a Pause get this over with. Yeah. He's hopped up on red velvet cupcakes. What? <laughs> I am. What? And you didn't bring any? You didn't read my Facebook last night. Still, blue velvet no, cupcakes would be much better. Yeah. I, I have to go back like hours and hours worth of, of postings. You're behind on everything. Let's go I've got lots of friends. He's so popular. He's going to retire someday and read our f- Facebook postings from and, and 2002. Go, what? <laughs> That's what they were. What? Anyway. Uh, oh, Frampton. <laughs> I got that. Yeah. Anyway, so we've got uh, lots of news, uh, comics, movies, TV stuff, even wrestling, because, of course, we have Chris Garcia here. That's right. But let's start with comics, shall we? Where do All we right. want to start with comics? So many big events to talk about. Let's start with Blackest Night. Let's start with, is, is that alphabetical order? Almost. Yeah, it's the um, first thing on the paper. It is Blackest Night, so it continues apace. Uh, <laughs> that's that's weird. Anyway, uh, Blackest Night going on, and, and of course we've got those revived books. Are we done with that now? Is that, that 
finish up? Are there uh, any more to come? One more week? I think it's one more week. I've had only, I think I'm only oh, about January. Because, yeah, we got yeah. next week, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so oh, yeah, the question hasn't come out. The question and... And another one. Then another one. There we go. <laughs> this week we had Phantom Stranger and Starman. Yeah. So do we have any more copies of Starman anywhere, Chris? Because there's none on the rack. Yeah, I think there's. Unfortunately, they, I think they've been selling out because Steve underordered. Yeah. Oh, blame Steve. You no, could just say himself. it was a hot book. He, does, he oh. actually did all the, the dead title. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I mean, and in some that did turn out. I mean, but those still, were two. They were great. Really great books. They were great. Finally, uh, making sense of what or trying to make sense of what dead man's role in uh in blackest night's going to be that's what happened in the phantom stranger uh and i i found the whole specter thing being possessed as a black lantern odd but that's okay it kind of made sense though kind of yeah but how do you possess the spirit of vengeance because he's tied to a human body and a human memory but the human body is alive isn't it no 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 the human body is dead and reanimated by the spirit of vengeance yeah so Crispus, but, so it does kind of make sense. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me at all. Well, no. Jim, but, uh, the original that we thought, Jim Corrigan, what, uh, who will be? Uh, but there was a new guy, like the black guy cop, or something. And he like was that. killed. He was he was dead on the slab in Gotham City, Gotham City's morgue, when the Spectre. But if the Spectre reanimates him, then but he's still dead. But isn't he reanimated? Well, he's the way. He's acting as a host, and the way they've treated it, especially with this one, Jim Corrigan walked around as Jim Corrigan and tried to have a regular life. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, Crispus Freeman, is that? Yeah. Alan. It's Crispus Allen. No, Allen. Isn't Crispus Allen like a history guy? No, Crispus Addicts. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, but I think, yes, there's no, there's a co- no coincidence there. Right. So uh, Crispus Allen does not live a mortal life. He's not trying to have a secret identity. But it wasn't a smooth okay. possession. No. He fought back, and he was breaking through all the time, unlike any of the other ones. Did yeah. he break on through to the other side, though? He did. Okay, good. Uh, Just several checking. times. Okay. He was led by an Indian, Native American child. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, so That would be a good story. I would watch that. That might. Uh, so so you have a role with Dead Man, who's trying to take out the Black Lanterns one by one by possessing them and tearing them apart, which doesn't quite work. And, uh, and just sheer volume, He really. possesses them, and they tear themselves apart. Uh, yes, well... Yeah. Tears themselves, yes. Um, and then Starman was, uh, and it was it was really cool. I, I picked that up, and again, loving this this the original series so much. It was like the first thing when I was like Starman. Oh, conversations with David. Oh crap! <laughs> and then you know it's David Knight. That's the Starman that comes back. And the shade. Many things have happened in Opal City since we last saw it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Rick's behind in Starman. I'm, I'm only. I never read the original series, and I've been buying the big uh, hardback. Uh, this still collection. perplexes me because you buy everything. Yeah. How did you miss that series? I, was he buys them, but I don't buy them. all of Vertigo, and that was a Vertigo series. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was DC was straight. It? Yeah. it was a regular DC. Okay. I don't know. I, I, no, 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 no. no I, I, when that came out, I was not buying as many DC as I buy now. Oh, okay. Seriously, I was much more a Marvel zombie than a DC nationite. A DC nationalist? National. Yeah. A, a DC nationalist. I didn't even have my green card. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that, that explains it. Uh, yeah, and you missed one of the best series of the 90s. And, and uh, I'm catching up now. Yeah. But well, I did, yeah. too. I didn't really want... I didn't... I, I always heard of, you know what? I kind of, as a comic nerd during the night that came out during the nineties. Yeah, I kind of avoided hour. Starman because at the time, it was kind of one of those hipster books that 
you know, all the cool kids were buying, like Sandman and everything you didn't else. You were addicted. Well, so. it was kind of one of those where it was like, I tried to, like, I stayed away from Sandman and all those other things because all these people who were not into comics were buying those books and everything. So I was kind of just like. You. What? Uh, yeah, and then. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, so anyways, that makes for thrilling radio, by the way. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, don't worry, I, Rick edits himself. Yeah, I no, bought, but that's, I that's my too. point. Yeah, I bought all the Sandman, or I hated Sandman. I loved Starman, hmm. but I bought only two comics at that point. I bought Starman and I bought Hitman. Oh, okay. Also very good, and yeah. which were you know the two comics that uh, when I started trying to buy comics again, I'm going to say I two, missed the most. Two strange successes. Well, I, don't, I don't know why there's not a Blackest Night Hitman. There should be. There a should be. Night. Is he <laughs> dead? Yes, yeah. Tommy's dead. Tommy's dead. That's how the series ended. Uh, but uh, I think my biggest problem with the Starman book was it wasn't based off the Robert Hayes TV show of the same name, so, or the John or Carpenter d- film that was the basis of right. the Robert Hayes Robert TV. Hayes. I was going to go for Jeff Bridges, but okay, it's more Jeff Bridges than a John Carpenter. Hey, it's Dave Tapia, everybody. John Carpenter directed it. I mean, yeah, but know, I mean, it's Jeff Bridges success, yeah. was like the right, right, the, the soul of the Starman. Starman. Sure. Are you shopping or are you coming? The point right is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So go ahead and interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> we got an extra seat. So, uh, I, okay. Well, I mean, you said that snarkily, but yeah. Oh. And that has been one of the problems with the star with people talking historically about the Starman series is James Robinson wanted to create his Sandman, mm-hmm. basically, and it is a series very steeped in DC lore, if not heavily into continuity. It explains everything as it goes along, but mm-hmm. uh, he did create his own. City in Opal City and gave it a distinct personality uh, and probably one of the best jobs of giving a uh, giving a locale uh, giving a setting a personality uh, in yeah. comics and it, and you read that I mean so I read the Blackest Night Starman and went yes I want to because uh, the shade is the one basically who's the hero of the, of it and saying yeah I want to which series. I take is a turnabout from the original series no. He was a hero in the original you, series. You, you have to read through they it. Because allude it to him being a villain. He was a villain in the okay. Golden Age, and uh, you have to go with what Jay, I won't spoil it. No, I, it's, it's funny having only read the beginning of that series now, and then reading this book, obviously out of uh, out of place mm-hmm. in my continuity. How engaging that character was, and mm-hmm. how well written. There's even a DC One Million uh, issue of Starman yes. that, that basically you know gives the Shades ultimate fate, and it's like. Wow, I, it's just, it was just so well thought out. In fact, it's even better than Jack Knight. I mean, he's a more interesting character than yeah. than Jack Knight. And, he, and it's clear he's always wanted to do a Shade series. I would like to see a Shade series, you didn't as do opposed to a mini. He did a mini series. He did a mini series, okay. but you know, there was he's got Shade more to the Changing Man too. Uh, that's different. Not yeah, related. That's a Not Steve related. Ditko. I know. Um, strange thing. Although that's in Vertigo, so that's why probably yeah. that's why oh, he that's didn't where buy you're it. Confused. Yeah, yeah. That's being reprinted right now too. <laughs> that's a stretch. It's a it's a big stretch. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But when you read that, it is, this was like a back to form. After reading Justice League Cry for Justice, which even apparently James Robinson has started slagging in the press. It's all saying, I'm tired of killing k- heroes. I never want to do it again. I'm, ty- I- I'm disgusted with my own writing. And, yeah, well, thanks for jumping on board the rest of us. Why do we have to read yeah. <laughs> this yeah. Cry for Justice? Um, but that ties in nicely with... Um the latest issue, the second issue of the Flash Darkest Night miniseries. Blackest Night, yeah. Uh, Blackest Night. Yeah. yeah. I keep on making that mistake. I yeah, you do. Darkest Night. It's you know okay. what, though? Wait, hold that thought for a second because. Holding. They just. Uh, Holding. Big Bang Theory messed it up. And I was kind of upset Did about they? that. 
When oh, he, yeah, yeah, yes. When he went he to the do oath. The, the oath, he said darkest night instead of blackest night. And I went, ah. how do you get that wrong? You have the lantern thing right here. He's and, supposed to be the biggest nerd. And if I can even out-nerd that... He used the wrong oath because it was the Alan Scott Lantern. Oh, what a nerd. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Well, you know, he was just trying to impress a girl. I'm sorry. I watched I, that and I was laughing going, awesome. You could... Wait, that's the Alan Scott. <laughs> or the ring was, at least. The ring yeah. was the Alan Scott one. I just love the fact that they had an episode where that they were he was doing that and it was impressing the girl that he was at. And, of course, he was oblivious to it. Yes. Yes. So, uh, Sorry, yeah. I had to bring that up because you said the oath. So. No, it's yeah. true. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it did tie into the Flash. I like these, the Flash and Wonder Woman's, uh, and, and Flash and Wonder Woman, Blackest Nights. How it's actually now going alongside what's happening in Blackest Nights. So let me guess. I have not series. been reading the Wonder Woman miniseries. In in the Flash, he's been given the Blue Ring of Hope. Yes. Does Wonder Woman take on a Violet Ring? She's uh, she's love. love yes so, she's the violet ring of, okay so is this this is going to happen for all uh, they've got the champion I think right? that's probably what's going to happen yeah. Yeah. yeah that and and what everybody gets a ring right it's kind of like Oprah and what they, you get a ring and, <laughs> and you, you get, get a ring, ring. What? and you get it's a on ring. your seat I have to tell you the funny so uh, over Christmas my son found all my the rings and wanted to take them all and so I had to explain the, especially you know, the orange one yeah I said yeah I said just because Daddy has them doesn't mean you automatically get them just because they're toys. Uh, <laughs> so, and so uh, I was explaining what each one was, and I said to the to, and then the, here's the Indigo tribe. They're powered by compassion. So two weeks ago, they come home from church. My daughter gets out of the car, comes to the house, stomps over to me, and goes, "Daddy, Luke insists there is a Green Lantern powered by fashion." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and I go, what? And he goes, there is power by fashion. Fashion. <laughs> no, come passion. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if there was a Green Lantern that was powered by fashion? <laughs> that was right. Changing trends. So green like, fabulous. <laughs> the vermilion pleats. <laughs> Just concentrate on your pleats. <laughs> in brightest day in chartreuse pleats. If we were looking for a way to do a Tim Gunn comic, we have now found it. <laughs> oh, Tim Gunn's He's already, already got one. one. Yeah. What? Really? He was Those the models. first issue of Model Zinc for Marvel. Yeah. I totally missed that. But yep. of course you did. Uh, Model Zinc, though. But you could get a RuPaul show. Lantern story in there. Oh so. my gosh. Well, only if you work. <laughs> you better work. <laughs> Fashion Force, Tim Gunn and RuPaul. Uh, <laughs> okay. Lady Gaga's got to be in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Okay. Oh, yeah. And our listenership just went up. You've got something to tag it. Just that's the title. Lady Gaga's got to be in there somewhere. And Ooh. then our listenership will increase. Okay. He's not of, wrong. Pope, Pope, Pope. A lot of gay men will listen and go, what, when are they going to talk about Wait, it? Wait, gay men don't listen now? Well, at this table, sure. <laughs> at least one. Um, and we all look to our left <laughs> and then to our right. <laughs> Shop Boy's not there anymore. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, Zing! Where were we? we were I didn't the say flash. We were the Flash. And it was the a, Blue and Flash, and it's mostly about the rogues. About the, yeah, because again, cool. this is what, what they've done, done absolutely right. So Greg Rucka's writing the Wonder Woman one. Jeff Johns and Scott Collins, one of the best teams on Flash. Sorry, Mark Wade. You know, in the history of that run, um, Mark's crying a tear somewhere. No, he's not. Um, he's crying. Into Mark's a big bag cashing of money. a check. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but one of the best teams there. And then to and to have them reunited for this book makes it. It's and it feels so good. Well, I mean, you compare it to so many crossover, and even the Teen Titan, the Titans one, felt like. 
perfunctory. You know, yeah, like I was, spent. Yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I felt like ah. Eh. And many, I, and I've been burned by crossovers before. So to have it where they actually give you a team you like. And even the, these revival, the the revived books have been kind of that way too, uh-huh. uh, to to some extent. Uh, you know, the weird western tales was an exposure to new artists, basically for me. And Dan DiDio wrote, and he did a good job. Although I still don't, I'm still not positive that DiDio's strengths necessarily are. Just a second. Writing. Why did you think we were not open? <laughs> I just. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your fault. I just want to make Don't sure. Don't just that assault the customers. No, no, no. He's now sta- that you know we're open, why are you here? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, he's standing outside. And it must be that the store doesn't look open or something. Maybe he was just looking okay. in. Gosh. I'm trying to do some marketing research here. They have here. window displays so people will right. shop. But you didn't see wow, him standing there so looking uncomfortable like he now. could come. I know, I know. Wow. Way to go. <laughs> Welcome to the store. <laughs> Rick Brechtner, Goodwill Ambassador. <laughs> Charge for assault or on Rick for this one. <laughs> Please. Would you like boards with that? Love us. <laughs> so, um, one star Yelp review coming up. <laughs> and I don't even work here. Rick, no, Rick Brechtner is going to get his own category. Uh, so, um, I think that's enough of Blackest Night for right now. Still, it's, it's proceeding pace, loving the, sh- loving the series. Of course, it was, it was announced a couple weeks ago that it'll be followed by Brightest Day. Thank goodness. Yeah, so ah. everything's going back All to, a pastels. Nice, <laughs> to a nice, friendly fashion lanterns coming. The fashion, yeah, the fashion, fashion lantern. Coming. Uh, so uh, it's, it's, it's going to be the fashion lantern and the... And the, uh, and the ring has to be one around lantern chain. and yeah. <laughs> And, and so the uh, and so on the flip side, Marvel's doing Age of Heroes, so they're both kind of entering into this. Now everything's going to be warm and wonderful. Who announced first? Who's following who this time? I believe that Marvel announced first, but okay. really, if you think about it, Blackest Night, the, the brightest day is a logical is a logical. Yeah, follow. I guess so. But if Mar- the whole thing, if the whole thing has Mar- been Marvel out of the zombies, yeah. Too, but so. the thing is, if you're going to say, well, they are the house of ideas after and, all. And Marvel is then, but Marvel's ripping themselves off with Necrotia, so it. it, it if yeah, you want to say, I think that that more is parody. <laughs> really, X Men? Yes. No, I think about that. That is selling a lot more books to people. That's it. Parody that sells. <laughs> parody or parody? Parody. I'm not really hearing the difference. You know, Necrotia is my favorite with a D Prince or a T? Album. D. D. Okay. I like controversy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, so Age of Heroes will have you know Thor back as Thor normal. As, the regular Marvel superhero, Captain America, back as Steve Rogers, um, Iron Man talk as a about lobotomized Tony Stark, Siege. Um, yeah, well, and that's what we're going to lead Siege into that lead. saying. Siege is the event that will lead into the Age of Heroes. Siege is also the event in which they're going to end the Avengers franchise, basically to restart it again. To restart, probably. I I, well, sure. I mean, they well, say they're, they're ending. So they get attention. People go. Their stupid ending, fans will go. Well, when you books. say the franchise, you mean they're they're stopping all the current they're books stopping that all are the running. Current books, and everything's which start they over did from, five years ago yeah, with exactly. Avengers Disassembled. It so. is not in any way controversial, but what I find funny is how the fan press treats everything like this as controversial. Because you is just it pointed the fan out, press, or is it just like is it the PR people? The PR people, and then it is the fan press because they repeat it, they parrot it dutifully, and in, in exactly what you just pointed out. Five years ago, this is exactly what they did, and now we're going like what? And we're pretending that somehow readership rolls over and new readers are coming in, right. or, or yeah. that we all just forget. And am I? Am well, I crazy? would like to. I sold my marriage to Mephisto so that I could make now? it live. You know. <laughs> uh, am I crazy? Or didn't this happen in '89? This exact same thing of them stopping them all and then restarting them two months later. Well, that would be uh, Heroes Reborn. Reborn. Was that it? Okay. It yeah. was a year later. A year? Was it a year? Yeah. It, uh, wow. Yeah, it only, that experimentally lasted a year. Okay. 
That yeah. was past 89, though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was more mid-90s. I want to say that was early 90s, but it, it was mid-90s because... Because I was out of high school by my, then. My brother-in-law gave me some of, the, some of those books. I thought so. it was before I started reading in college. But here's the thing, and I, I think I wanted Chris to be over here Maybe for a second. Maybe before you learned to read. Might be. Yeah. Which Chris, is, like I said, in college. In college. Were, were yeah. we talking about the siege and about how... It was supposed to be seven years in the making. Were we having that conversation, or was that somebody else? Uh, that was not me, but I remember hearing from somewhere that it was supposed to be years. Right. So the our biggest problem with the siege well, that's was what that. Bendis has said. That's right. Seven, seven years. years this is all led up to this, and I'm like, wait a minute. I thought that was the secret invasion. That's what he said about the secret invasion. It all leads up to this. All the things well, I've been planning in my books the last and, ten and years. And then I got another idea, and it all keeps leading forward, further and further. Yeah. Right. That's we're not reading. The, we're not really reaching the end. <laughs> Bendis invented plot. <laughs> he did. Yes. And my biggest problem, and I, and I David Mamet dialogue. Yes. And I don't know if we, really? you guys, brought this up in your last podcast or whatever, but the whole premise to start the siege is the exact same we, plot we did, device. You no, know, me and you talked about it on. And we but, talked about it but afterwards. I, but I quoted you. Oh, on, did you? On a podcast. Okay. About I mean, ripping off the civil. I was War. on your side too. Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. But then the other, the other point was that if they're keeping current continuity, you know, Thor and and the Warriors 3 right. have been on Earth for a long time. And they the way they wrote it was like, oh, these Warriors are new to this world and they don't know what's going on so we can make fun of their naivete and, you know, take advantage of that or whatever. And it was like, no, they're Warriors... They're, they're, you know, now, if they had started the siege by making fun of them, if someone right. just gone up to Volsack and said, You're fat! Ha ha ha! Your mom is so fat! That would have been great. Yeah. Maybe. But I'm just saying that. It would have been different. The whole, fact, the whole fact that the premise was we can attack him, create this event, and he'll let innocents, you know, colla- you know have collateral damage in the, in the way. To me, it's like to be an, an Asgardian warrior, a Warrior 3, you would think he would be a little more noble and have a little more. You know, consciousness of the world around him. I mean, especially when they show him riding on a donkey or a horse or whatever through the freaking town. You don't think he'd be aware that there are people here and that there'd be collateral damage? I mean, it just seems so far-fetched of a premise that, you know, Volstagg was going to cause this event and then lead them all to war against Asgard. It's well, he like, gets thrown into the arena. He, he, he Oh, I understand. He the, and then they come and attack him. He doesn't... He's put into that position. I understand, but he also could have left that. But he could have ran, or he could have done whatever. It's like the fact that you know he—they just acted like he wasn't aware of seventy thousand people in a football stadium. No, I, I agree with you. Excuse it's the me. same, obviously, and that's why that's why I brought it up a couple weeks ago because I thought that was a really good point. And again, but it flows back to I think what Rick's saying: we are meant to forget. Which although, I don't, I don't appreciate. Although and I don't I'm, think that Volstagg, in his previous times on Earth, I think he's always gone around. He's always been the knife, kind age. of like. Well, he's always gone around with this this visor over his head where he doesn't actually see things the way they are. He sees them through this Asgardian. Doesn't he always filter. go to the bars and yeah, drink yeah, and yeah. party he's with the people? But he parties as if he's in Asgard. He's, he's but he parties. but he no he parties like with the humans though. But he's like her. Yeah, he's know, like, Hercules. like Hercules. But Hercules is a little more world uh, savvy. Well, but I would think if you go and party with enough people. When you find yourself in the middle of a stadium of them, you wouldn't just go, ah, well, who gives a crap? I'm going to blow them all up. I mean, you know what I mean? You would have some awareness. No, of, I, I agree, and it's a setup, and it's the, but it's the same setup as Civil War. And, and it's and, a weak premise. It's a weak premise and, and to just... And itself off. And, 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 I just dislike them taking such a, a lovable 
uh, time cherished character. That's like why Speedball. and casting him like that. Well, Speedball, little less, but, but harmless though. But harmless. Taking a yeah, harmless yeah, character right. and putting him in the middle of this yeah, freaking disaster. And it, more than Speedball, I would think that um, that Volstag would have it would have a dramatic effect on his personality. Yeah, I, I mean, he would. No, I think he'll he'll turn all inward and be. Uh, oh, great! That's what we need. A Volstag angst. He'll yeah. lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> right. He'll go on Jenny Craig. Emo Asgardian. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's terrible. I, I mean, I can't wait for all this stuff to just be over. Let's bring yeah. on Age of Heroes now because we need some new well, ideas. Well, in the meantime, there's the Hulks all falling. Anybody paying attention to the Hulk falling, to the fall of can't the Hulks? Can't they have the Hulks fall on Asgard and then just solve the whole problem? That would be great. And, uh, and there's also there's an HOH. I can't remember what the HOH stands for. Hulks, Hulk out, Hulked out Heroes. That's mm. it. That I hadn't heard about. So two issues. Well, because it kind of leaked. They 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 made reference to an HOH a series called HOH, and then <coughs> artwork leaked. And I use that advisedly. Leaked. It all is on purpose. Yeah. Um. But it's an image of Spider Man hulked out, ripping out of his oh boy. The, the thing, <laughs> even rockier and grayer. Um. I, I think there's a Captain America hulked out in the image. Uh, and there's a Wolverine who's basically turned into a full-on huge... So is this going to be speculation wolf. tied back into the origin of the Red Hulk? Who knows? Because oh yeah. you know what? Wow. Jeff Loeb hasn't decided what the origin is. Right now, and this is weird because I know he's not even going to hear it till tomorrow night, even if he listens. Right now, Nate Costa just had an aneurysm because of what you said. <laughs> mm. no, 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 no. Red Hulk's getting his own series. There's going to be a Red Hulk number one. Roll, okay, but that, the, the, one. the origin, I, I've got... And Nate Costa's going to buy it and hate it. Right. I'd read I want to stress, though, this is why Marvel does it, he'll buy it. Mm. I'd read speculation that... The Red Hulk is another factor in the Super Soldier project, but personally, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, let's let's milk that one again. It's like the, the Super Soldier project. Only four thousand people were involved in this highly secret uh, <laughs> in endeavor. Fact, every citizen of the Marvel universe is it that, at one time or another was exposed worked, worked to an experiment. <laughs> is it that Captain America that they didn't? Uh, the well, one from. Uh, Truth or whatever, uh, well, I, or the grandson or no, my grandson's patriot, patriot. Yeah, but his dad was wasn't he? Yeah, but but he's brain damaged. Or yeah, he, oh really? Yeah, brain damaged, super powered being. Yeah, I've actually got Hulk? got two um, two possibles. One is Glenn Talbot. I thought Glenn Talbot was dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I think he went into a volcano. Right. Ah, and he came out red. Sure, because well, was red. And yeah. there's, uh, Red Hulk has a lot of heat-related yeah. powers. That's right. Like heat. Well, uh, Mr. Here, Loeb, Jeff Loeb, if you're listening, we've just the, solved the mystery no, for there's you. Another, there's another possibility. So you can go ahead. No, no, I want him to know this. We're going to throw out Glenn Talbot. Okay. You might want to do that. And just then a suggestion. The other one is the Red King back from Planet Hulk. Uh, Mr. Loeb, or the Red King. Either way, two yeah. red characters. I go. do like things that are red. Or the red velvet cupcake. Oh. oh. Yummy and Just deadly. He's this delicious. is going to turn out, the Red Hulk is a radioactive red velvet cupcake. Here's what I want to know, wow. though. When, when, when it's called Hulked Out Heroes Ends, and all these heroes go back to normal... Like when they find the solution to turn everybody back, why can't they just give it to Bruce Banner so he can finally have some peace? Because then they don't have a franchise. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying That's that. It, yeah. So it's kind of a lame premise if everybody else can get hulked out and get cured, but good old Brucey well, can't. And this is why. Well, this is why I'm. You know, it's the the hell of comics is that when they ended World War Hulk and 
Bruce Banner chose to go into suspended animation rather chose. than endanger the world again. I thought, that's a hero's ending. That's an ending. Fantastic. And yet I know the Hulk has to go on, so I'm not going to be satisfied with this Wasn't ending. that a song by Celine Dion? Yes. The Hulk Gentlemen. must go on. Uh, sorry. <laughs> My Hulk will go on. Oh, wow. That hurts. <laughs> um, and just like Planet Hulk ended the same way, where I felt like Planet Hulk had an ending. And yeah. I was like, good, I could stop. And yet I can't because I'm a comic book fan, and I realize, you know, There's the character's got to go event. on. And, and it just, it, it is. You know what, Hulk, I never want to see end? The one from Superhero Squad, because he's so fun. He oh. is. Still a good show. Uh, and, and then, but that goes to Zero Fiction. When they say the, the Avenger back to the thing, the Avengers franchise is going to end. It's like, you know, people go talk about, oh, you got to have the numbering keep on forever. And I'm well, like, what no, they, let them treat them all as different novels, and then you can stop. Hmm. Well, when they say the Avengers if franchise, they nicely, there yeah. really isn't an Avengers book out right now. There's Avengers Initiative, New <laughs> Avengers, Mighty, Mighty Avengers, Avengers, Dark Avengers, but no Avengers. So they're going to end all those and probably bring back Avengers. That's fine. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, the Just franchise. Just in time for the movie. Probably, yeah. And that's, you know. And I hope it does every bit as well as the other Avengers did back in the 90s. <sighs> Don't. I hope it does better than. Because that movie's so bad, I want to I take my enemies, gather into a room, and have a screening just I've to heard punishment. Already, With the exception of Eddie already Hazard, cast yes. Uma Thurman. Wait, you're talking oh, about the, the TV show one. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, again, you, take, you get one of the best verbal comedians in, in history, and you give him a silent role with yes. one word in the whole movie. Uh, much similar to the way they treated him in Mystery Men. Yes. Okay. Who, Andy but, is there? Yeah, yes. but it, at least in Mystery Men, nobody knew who he was. You know, in in England, there's no excuse. Andy Izzard was in Mystery Men? Yes. Yeah. He was... One of the disco boys. Disco boys, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Michael Bay. That's kind of like putting Deadpool in a Wolverine movie and then sewing his exactly. mouth shut. Exactly. 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 In which I, I think we mentioned, by the way, that there'll be six different Deadpool titles available in March if you're a Deadpool fan. Wow. Yes. Well, well, we are I'm including, that cow. including Cable is going to become a Deadpool and Cable book again. <laughs> is one of them Lady Deadpool? A Lady Deadpool, Deadpool Core. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and because there's a dead dog, there's a dog pool. Teen Deadpools. There's a there's a teen there's a kid pool in, in there's chiffon. A kid, there's Lady Deadpool. There's Kid Deadpool. There's Dog Pool. And <laughs> so fashion like, patrol. Fa- I saw a dog pool outside by the high. Deadpool babies. Fashion lanterns. <laughs> Deadpool babies. <laughs> anyway, um, so I think if I get for vacation. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, the V for <laughs> V for vacation. Um, oh my gosh! So, so we've talked about. Okay, good. I think I'm through. Let's talk about things for not from Marvel or DC. There's okay. controversy. Now, you talked about it last week, um, yes. that Dark Horse, and this is I'm going to explain this one for long, because he's... It, so you realize that Dark Horse has revived the Buffy the Vampire Slayer franchise in comic book form, right? Okay, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, seven yeah. seasons on TV. And, and it's officially season eight. It's considered canon. Right, right. Sales yes. are up. Okay. Meanwhile, IDW, a publisher in San Diego, had started up an Angel franchise, okay. which uh, began with a miniseries called After the Fall, which, but that's not canon, though. Which we'll see. Here's the oddly thing. parallels the uh, the network differences between those right. Two yeah. So it was season. It was sort of unofficially season six, but but for whatever reason, well, Joss Whedon now claims because he couldn't oversee it on a day to day basis the way he does with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he did not officially let them call it season six. Okay. So even though it picks up right after, even though it, it clearly was. Buffy the Vampire Slayers have this mystery villain. They're doing this arc where she's kind of becoming... Okay, I heard this on the podcast. Okay, okay so right. you have caught up with this. That Because Brad Meltzer's going to write, 
And so since he's more and it turns out it was Angel? It turns out it was Angel. Okay. There's the villain the Twilight. Twilight. They revealed yeah. so there's the joke about it being Twilight to make fun of all the vampire stuff and it's going to be and it's going to be Angel. However, nobody told IDW who has the rights to the show Angel and now there's and Bill Willingham who writes fables is writing Angel and went in and said and basically called Joss Whedon a punk and unprofessional and is really angry that what he thought he was doing was writing the canonical continued adventures of Angel and suddenly Angel's in Buffy which is officially the canon of Buffy and they're fighting back and forth and everybody's trying to say oh we didn't mean to step on each other's toes welcome to comics welcome to comics yeah so Big controversy in the, but it's but worked. It's comics. Anything can happen. It's worked in that sales for be, Buffy have gone back up. Okay, it you could know. be alternate Angel. Well, there may be an answer. Alternate yeah. Angel, or they, you know, they and they say that might be Clone Angel. Maybe it's Angel. Clone Maybe it's Earth Angel. Earth Angel. Can you hear me? Clone Angel. Okay. And yeah. Before we get out of comics, can yeah. I get one? More? I'm not out of them yet. But go okay, ahead. Just Give when me one you more. Yeah. Oh, you want? Just real fast, did anybody read on uh, Indie Comics Week? Did anybody pick up? Was it Invisible Dan? Did anybody read that? No, no, I didn't. Okay, I will. I will loan you my copy, but I, it's something I want to have us review later after everybody's read it because I thought it was a really cool edition. And I think the guy's local, so okay. if you guys oh, we'll find, if, we'll if you guys down. like it, I think we should bring him we'll in. Track, track him down, down. hunt him, bag down. him, bring him in. Bag him, tag him, rub him down. Let him back out in the wild. Uh, I just wanted to check because there's another big crossover coming from another company. Image United, is anyone reading that? No. No. Okay, good. Um, And then a trade paperback just because I I, I did read the first issue, and as Lon pointed out, both Lon and I have been getting a lot of emails from uh, the creators of this book, uh, Bad Kids Go to Hell. Or H-E double hockey sticks. Um, and uh, actually, I read the first issue, and I thought it was really good. The only thing reason we really haven't necessarily covered it is because what they've never offered us is a review copy. But the trade paperback came out this week, and I just want to throw that out there, that it's a really good it, – it's about kids at a private school that uh, get locked in over vacation, and they accidentally open a portal to hell. And Aww, so they're the awesome. troublemakers, and they all – Buffy season three. It's uh, like the breakfast maybe. club meets the gate. Yes. Hey, hey, oh, very hey, good. Hey. I think, and I believe that they they do have a film deal in place because on wow. their website they've been offering you could put in, um, yeah. And uh, Rick was just showing up some of the art artwork, but it's really a good story. Uh, the, but but it also, you know, I, I will say for an independent book, and I know this is weird to say, but but I'm always impressed when I see an independent an independent come out from nowhere where the artist is really really super competent. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I see indie artists are indie and it's very alternative style or there are people that you can tell yeah in a couple years they're gonna be really good right but right now this book looks slick it looks as good as any of the top sellers from marvel or dc and the storyline is is a really good idea and a really good idea for a comic uh, for a movie i think you know i could easily see that making a movie so uh, from i think it's antarctic press is that what it says on the back there yes it is uh, um we got the story and characters by matthews Braidlin and Barry Wernick and Anthony Vargas does pencils and ink with Chris Allen. Okay, well, Anthony Vargas, whoever you are, man, you 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 this rock. Is, I am just flipping through. This is really yeah. good stuff. Yeah, I'm telling you. So I think we just turned Rick on to a new book all of a sudden, um, opposed from just turning Rick on. Uh, well, <clears throat> new podcast new after books do that. dark. Yeah, <laughs> in broad daylight. Did Rick <laughs> smell the book yet, though? Uh, how does it smell? Oh, how's it taste? 
Mm. Uh, it's not got the best smell. Well, oh. but then they're going to. It has been sitting in Rick's or Derek's car. No, it hasn't. Oh. He just pulled it off the shelf. Well, the arsenic oh. glue actually is part uh, of but, that. But uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh great, thanks. Who's going to produce the <laughs> podcast now? Frampton. <laughs> Frampton does not have those skills yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much comics this week. Uh, I just want to throw that one out there. If you haven't caught that, it's sold. Out. Every individual issue sold out. But fifteen dollars. Do they still have that back there? Uh, it, it is the last copy, so huh? you can put that in your box if you'd like. Um, oh. you know, fifteen dollars uh, for I think it's collecting six issues, and for an independent book, that's pretty good because I understand. You know, with print runs being lower, it is going to cost more. Yeah. So sure. uh, we want to throw out there officially, kind of a pick of the week. Overlook book. If you haven't got it, get the bad kids. Go to Hell Trade Paperback, uh, which ties into a. Oh, I forgot to write down for a DVD that I that I watched that I want to talk about too. But um, so uh, let's move on to movie news because there's a lot that happened, and I don't know how much you guys caught last week uh, in, dis- in discussing on the Not podcast. A lot. Uh, the Vatican. So what? You, we covered the Vatican. The Vatican. Oh, because the Vatican came out against uh, uh, Avatar. Avatar, yeah, yeah, yeah. not really a- against. They actually had a number of salient points. They had cr- cr- they had actual film criticism. The, 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 <laughs> the main point was that they felt that uh, people should not start worshiping nature instead of God. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Thomas Jefferson might and argue we left that. It, we yeah. left it. Native saying, Americans might argue with that. We left it saying we really want to look back in on the Vatican news, uh, the Vatican uh, movie reviews when Thor comes out. Oh, yeah, yes, uh, that will be interesting. So let's talk about Thor. Did start. What about shooting? when Legion comes out? It, it came out. out. I know. I'm no one saying. noticed. No one noticed. No one cares. <laughs> wow, they didn't okay. offer us a screening. Um, yeah, that's oh, really? In fact, that's what the Vatican uh, movie reviewer said. I would have gone, but they didn't <laughs> offer me a screening. <laughs> but he said it in Latin. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say screening in Latin? <laughs> uh, so it ends in an um. Sky- <laughs> um so uh, Thor did officially start shooting last week. Uh, Anthony Hopkins twittered and said that he what? he looks like Billy Connolly. Tweeted what he plays. Not twittered. Tweeted. tweeted. I'm sorry. He looks like Billy Connolly. Yes, with the his, other actor. With his, yeah, with his with his beard and his long flowing wig as Odin. He says he looks like Billy Connolly. So no photos have leaked yet. Great. But wow. To which case, I'd say, why not just go ahead and cast Billy Connolly as Odin? I, I because that would sound too weird. <laughs> what? Billy Connolly's from India? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Kevin. I was going to say, wow, I didn't know he was Colonel Clink. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever that accent was, it wasn't one known to man. <laughs> it's too weird. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't Billy Connolly's accent. That's my Billy Connolly when I'm on a cold. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, come back to us when you're healthy and do your Billy Connolly okay. impersonation. And we'll judge. That's so weird. <laughs> Stop. And anyway, wow. so that's that's moving forward. And, of course, everybody's Did you hear the other Thor rumor? No. Oh? Well, maybe. About uh, RDJ? Yeah, oh, that because they were saying he still got his Tony Stark beard, so he, he must grew be his Tony Thor. Stark beard at the what was it Golden Globes? He yeah. showed up with it. Yes. So the speculation is he's most either doing reshoots, which they said Iron Man Two's done already. Yeah. But a lot of people are speculating he grew his beard back so he could do a Thor cameo. I'm sure. Well, yeah. they've already confirmed that Samuel Jackson will be in Thor, mm-hmm. and the guy I can't remember the guy who's on the New Adventures of Old uh, of Old Christine. Oh, uh, Agent of Clark Shield, Leg, that guy. He's the Agent of Shield. He's also going to be in Thor. Just call it Shield. Yeah. So um, Clark Gregg, I think, is his name. Uh, you know, like too good an actor and actually a film director to be 
on the new adventures of Old Christine. Man's got to eat. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's just kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, so he'll, so they've confirmed that. I mean, we know that. They're, they're making all the little crossovers. In fact, it also came out this week, another rumor about uh, Superman, because apparently in the Green Lantern script, Clark Kent was going to appear as a rejected candidate for the ring. Wow. What? And Why so would you even wow. put that in? Well, because actually they did say that he was supposed to be the Green Lantern of, of the sector. Batman was a the candidate sector. for the ring. Uh, he was a can- no, Batman was a candidate for the Yellow Lantern. Oh, okay. I had heard that... Uh, but they cut it. They cut it, and the rumor is now it's because Warner... The rumor is that Warner Brothers is pursuing Sam Raimi to revive Superman. Oh, Jesus. And That's, yet, when everyone's conversation has been, look, if you want to mimic what Marvel's doing successfully, you need to have those references to the other franchises and, and start them off. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that you know they, you could still have Clark Kent be referenced. He's right. just a reporter. You don't have to put him in as connected to the ring. Just give us right. a little Easter egg for those But I had know. also read somewhere, too, that someone said that they're trying to base the, the script on uh, Emerald, Emerald Dawn. Dawn. Yes. Where what the main premise was the ring didn't cho- choose him because he was the most fit or whatever. It was he's because the he's the closest. So they're going the different route. Just, you know, hero gets a new powerful power well, they have and to. has to learn how to use it. You have stuff. to kind of go with that closest thing because even within the Green Lantern comics, there's sort of that question, why then was Guy Gardner? Uh, which was the original explanation, that Guy Gardner was farther away. Mm. And and then and then you found John Stewart. So if John Stewart was there, was obviously alive when Hal Jordan... Right, but okay. But I'm ring, just so. saying, though, that that's an interesting take on it. I think it'll be cool. Yeah. But I just thought that we had talked originally in a f- previous podcast about uh, the Lantern was a kind of hero you didn't have to do a big origin story about. Or you're hoping. Right. Mm-hmm. So this So that rumor basically sets up... Or or dispels that because mm-hmm. that the means we're going to have a big you know a big as long as we're going to have the big core which the director Martin Campbell says says he will um, but you probably won't get it in the first flick right no they said that that uh, Kilowog is there they yeah, Kilowog's Kilowog. in the script I don't think they have cast Kilowog but, but what they're doing is they're going to use them to set up so I'm going to go with the casting things that have been announced I just oh, want okay. the scene where he walks into the and there are all the alien ant- lanterns all over the place I, I think of it like that the, may be the end. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. would be a great be ending. A ending. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it'd be they, like, or were you going to say Men in Black? I was going to say like uh, the the um, governing body in the, the Star, Star Wars, Wars movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say you could imagine, you know, Will Smith walking into the Men in Black, looking around, seeing all these aliens. Yeah, you know, it's and then pretty much a, then getting a whopper. I, um, I think it'd be much cooler if it was like I, w- I want to see totally like awe inspiring, not necessarily. So they did. No, I, I I'm just saying that they, 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 they did. Comparison. They did confirm that Blake Lively has taken the role of Carol Ferris. Boo! Um, I know. You know, I, she's all right. She's, she's so young. young to no, me, but she's you know, too young. She's very talented. She's hot. I don't know about hot. talented. She's talented. I thought she was okay. <laughs> she was okay hosting Saturday Night Live. Just um, okay. Just okay. But, but she's only right. like 23. Right. Ryan Reynolds is in his 30s now? 34. Same age as me. It's Hollywood, man. I know. I'm just saying, though. That's... Live the dream. So, um, I mean, and plus the other thing is Carol Ferris, at least, you know, I'm not a big Lantern fan, but... She was, always, she was always she was always a little a, sassier, a little more she she was a little too much for Hal to handle and it was a good kind of play between the right. two of them. And now it's like, well Hal, you're a dirty old man chasing this young thing that, you know, if even if she gives you a little, you know, flirtation or grief, well, it I just looks dirty. They'll probably have creepy. her play a little older. And this yeah. I mean, I when they cast someone like that, I still think 
It's all. It's Even like though, you said. It's all about bringing in that fan base. It's, it's all the marketing. Fan base, but if you cast a little younger, then what they're saying is, then they're not afraid of that actress if she's popular, aging out of the role, and especially in that they are going to. Uh, one of the things they said there will be is that if you know what you're looking for in this, in this film, you will see the clues that she will be the star sapphire. You will see the clues that Sinestro, who will appear but not be the villain. Uh, that Sinestro is going to go bad, setting up what will happen down the road. The main villain now is announced to be Hector Hammond, yeah. uh, um, and it's Peter Sarsgaard. So earlier you made a joke. There, no, right. he's in. He's in. That is it. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard. Sar- I heard Jackie Earl Haley for Sinestro. Nope, you're wrong. Wrong. So uh, that's who Harry Knowles wanted it to be. And Harry, Knowles, and Harry Knowles kept spreading that rumor, spreading that rumor, and then Martin Campbell said, "No, I'm talking to Mark Strong." Who was the villain in Sherlock Holmes? Although it's not a done deal, Mark Strong is apparently, and but neither one of them looked to me like Sinestro. Well, Mark Strong, I could see. I, I think of Sinestro as being very slender, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm basing it on sure. I grew up with a different vision of you know how who would make on. a rad Sinestro, who? George Lopez. Because think about it, he's got that little mustache, and he's kind of well. Slim. He would bring George Lopez is slim. Yeah, well, I mean, not in the face, but no. the rest of him, he's... He's also a terrible actor. No, I understand, but he could do that old hee-hee-hee-hee with his mustache. And he's dark. Conan O'Brien would be a great Sinestro. <laughs> Conan O'Brien would be an awesome Sinestro. No, he Sinestro. wouldn't. He's got the total physicality. And he's he would got be the a high great Nort. No, no. <laughs> Apparently there won't be a Nort, though. I'm, I'm just saying. Porridge? <laughs> he would be a much better Nort. Uh, but the Nort is not going to be You know who'd film. make a rad Sinestro? <laughs> Benjamin Bratt. Actually, that would be okay. You know what? I could see that. I honestly could. There you go. Thank you. Yes. Um, Leave it to me, Hollywood. I'll cast your movies. What's yeah. next up on the agenda? Uh, well, <laughs> Spider-Man 4, 5, and 6 have all been officially announced as they Or as reboot. I like to call them, uh, uh, and reboot. Mm-hmm. Mark Webb is the director, so the guy that directed... What a delicious f- pun for last name. I know. Woo-hoo-hoo. It's with two Bs. 500 though. Days of oh. Summer. So... Did anybody see anybody have any opinion on him as a director? I, I don't know. I haven't movie. seen any of his films. 500 Days no. of Summer is the only thing I know that he's done. Okay, so thank you, Triple H. What? Cobra Commander, a love story? That'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> yes, Joseph, Gord- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Look, yes. all we know is they want to put the story back in high school Yeah. and have that teen angst. A la Ultimate Spider-Man, which was good, but... You know, I like the idea of going back to high school. You know what I don't like about this? Retelling the origin? That would be... Starting all over again? You know, and here's the question. It goes back to, again, whose version of Spider-Man you're with. You know, Brian Michael Bendis apparently has said... I'm Team Coco. Oh, wait. I mean, uh, I'm Team Ditko. We're we're not there yet. Team Ditko. Well, Brian Michael nice. Bendis has said that as long that as long as he's writing Ultimate Spider-Man's, uh, that he will never graduate high school. And yet, I think for most of most of the people sitting around this table, the version of Spider-Man that they're familiar with is at least the college age. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, how because long they, did they age- stay in high school in the the initial run. Each year he graduated. He right. he's graduated yeah. from high school by sixty seven, I think. Right. So Spider Man's like longest run. He has been a college student. And Empire a State University. Post grad and then a TA yeah. and because it, it doesn't get interesting until he starts working at the Daily Bugle. I mean, which he well, did through all. Uh, that. He did through high school. Yeah. But and I would say I, I don't mind the going back to high school at least for the first movie because or, or the fourth movie if you want because I did think that Raimi fast forwarded through that. 
And yeah. so there was really not a lot to see, like the Liz Allen and Flash Thompson dynamic, right. Right. and all the things about really the bullying was there. But it just well, went there's something over. Uh, there's something that I, I enjoy about someone who is actually not a man; he's a boy. Pretending, pretending to be a man, be a man and mm-hmm. taking on a man's challenges and getting beat. The, oh, that's we're talking about Kickass, aren't we? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, but uh, Spider Man. Which that new trailer, Kickass, by the way, still looks Kickass. I it actually want to see it. I yes, did not I like do. that mo- that comic, but I want to see the movie. Yeah. So, but I think you get much the same thing out of that young Spider Man going after the, you know, the really deadly villains, mm-hmm. and he really has no business doing it. And if you were, I, to- you know what, honestly, I just don't. I mean. I think the first three movies did that. I mean, why do it again? But uh, I don't know. I know why. I never got why, the feeling Chris? that he was. Three movies are missing five words. Hot Gwen Stacy jail. <laughs> That's four words, actually. Sorry, jailbait's oh, jail a com- jailbait's a compound word. Okay, all right. Yeah. Four words. Four words. All five. And all I love Shop Boy. <laughs> <laughs> you got Gwen Stacy at the end, but it, you know that's it's true. Is there's no yeah. building? Everything was a, everything in those films was a, was uh, written from an assumption that it was going to reflect continuity as it is now, instead of just going back and telling the story, letting him the actually way, develop the best way you could. Yeah, and so like if you were Team Ditko, seriously, I know you said that sarcastically, but Ditko, why Ditko left the book? Was because he said he wanted uh, he wanted it to end. Actually, Spider Man would graduate high school, and that's it. Because as a high school student, that's the last time in your life that you can make major mistakes, and other people will clean up after you. Hmm. Like you're okay to be a screw up. Because once you're an adult, you can't afford to screw up. So you know, I don't know. I, I think I'm at least through that idea as for Spider Man Four. Although I hope they don't number. I just stop it. Just call it yeah. Spider Man again. Or I should just call it the reboot. Yeah, Spider Man the reboot. Um, speaking of reboots, they did also uh, cast a new Conan for Conan the Barbarian. I'm not. No excited. one seems excited. No. no. So it's this I mean, guy from Baywatch Hawaii and Stargate Atlantis. Yeah, and if it's the character I'm thinking from Atlantis, he was the kind of woodsy. Um, Woodsy Owl. No, he was Woodsy kinda... Owl? That'd be awesome. Give a hoot. Uh, would Don't it be awesome? slaughter for crumb. <laughs> really? Would it be awesome? It would be. Okay. <laughs> for no, a be... minute. It'd be a great robot chicken sketch. And we we were going back and forth. I'd uh, like to hear the lamentations of their women. Shopo and I were arguing whether or not we thought he was a good Conan. And I, th- I think he could be cleaned up into a really good Conan. he's physically big enough. And oh, God, the guy was huge. Look, he doesn't look Sumerian enough. <laughs> yeah. The guy who's the guy from Baywatch Hawaii and Target Atlantis, who I none just, of us knows. Okay, his name. I'm going to say something really bad here, but the guy has a real ethnic look. Does Conan have a real ethnic look? Why not? He's a yeah. Sumerian. What's a Sumerian? It's the hyper. Hyperborean age, Hyborian age. I'm just saying. Yeah, I thought it was boring. Do we want Conan to look like a Mexican? That's all I'm saying. So. Well, wasn't he born of? He doesn't look. Like wasn't a he Mexican. born of the Sands? I don't. know. So he's I mean, Arabic. Yeah, so he's, he's, so he's from Vegas. Oh, he's like, yeah. Yeah, not born in the sands. No, that's oh, conceived in the sands. Oh, at the sands. <laughs> and he should have stayed in Vegas. <laughs> wow. Um, and we're back to Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind the ethnicity, but it's interesting what you guys say about the – because our, our vision of him now is really Arnold, and nobody is that – over the top, no, muscular. not so much Arnold. But if you look at like the Marvel comic yeah, run, it's almost as iconic. Yeah, and it's like more, the Marvel- more Barry Windsor Smith, and he, he's definitely you know a pale uh, Norseman in that. And yeah. Pale Norseman, North yeah. Norseman, yes, Norseman, yes. Wow. 
in the way Barry Windsor Smith uh, <coughs> drew him. Yeah, I mean, but I also think that it's, you think about it doesn't matter. That's Whatever. What, what changes in terms? They'll do of, a cheesy version of it. It'll look like Beastmaster. You know, consider yeah. um, muscular. You know, because I, I just watched over the weekend Zardoz. Yeah. And uh, oh. Sean Connery running around. But oh, you saw that? With, with but, six guns and a speedo. But, by, but by our standards... He's not. He's not that muscular. But Which by is the funny 70s, because he was like a but, mu- muscle builder in his early age. But by the seven, mm-hmm. what I'm saying but he is had what, lost what, all his muscle tone. No, no, no. I, what I'm saying is what we expect out of someone to look muscular yeah. Yeah. in the 70s was very different. He didn't have to be nearly as cut yeah. as you have to be now. Right. Well, the, the whole reason for that and is... That's why I don't even bother. Because uh, uh, you know, oh, that's it would, why. It would, that's yeah. totally why. Well, you're all CG M's. anyway. So. I mean, it's not. What? It's <laughs> it's the exact same problem that is haunted. If my wife turns off the main server. I'm out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's unreasonable the uh, expectation for muscular nowadays. I mean, back in the the turn of the century in the 1920s, you had uh, Stanislaw Zbysko and you had George Hackenschmidt, who had these incredible physiques even by today's standards. But we're actually getting real wrestling history here, people. Yeah, that's right. And this is this is actually also bodybuilding history. This is, if you could see, Chris Garcia actually had like took off his jacket. This is my chance to shine, and ran back over here to sit down and say this. But uh, uh, Mariska Hargitay's father, uh, whose name Mickey. I, Mickey Hargitay, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger in a bio. Really? Yes. I did not. I never saw that. Yes. Um, he was one of the first real, like, truly hardcore cut and sculpted guys. And then once the steroid era started, you know, they started popping up all over the place. Yeah, popping and up quite literally. Yeah, that, that's, really, that's really sort of the, you know, the change we'll never get to see, you know, yeah. guys like Johnny Weismuller uh, as... Well, I was reading an article on, on Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie Zacharek wrote on Salon saying exactly this thing, that, that Dwayne Johnson hasn't found the role. Like, Weissmuller was lucky mm-hmm. to land into a friend, but nothing works that way anymore. You cannot just fla- float on one franchise. I don't know. Doc Savage. Oh, oh no! I, you totally. Know, if you read the notes, which you probably haven't yet, mm-hmm. for the for the first wave, mm-hmm. the the Doc Savage revival that DC is going to do, yeah. which by the way DC has announced it will be an ongoing regular Doc oh, nice. Savage series. Yeah. Um, Brian Azzarello's notes was like finally someone got what I've been saying for years, oh, or maybe Brian Azzarello was listening. No? Okay, uh, is, that, is that his notes for Doc Savage are he's very clearly mixed race. That's why he's the man of bronze, and, that, mm-hmm, and right. that's what Lester Dent could not say. I know that's not a guy. Dang it. It's lawn <laughs> rubbing my shoulders. I was hoping. It's strange, though, because his hands were so feminine and warm <laughs> I have a on soft my shoulders. Touch. You do. You need a man with a soft touch. And now touch. I feel strangely unfinished. I need a man with so, a soft Anyway, yes, I do want to say, I would like to, but but, yeah. but the thing she was saying was like, you know, Weissmuller could be, could be a different physique. Even Dwayne Johnson has slimmed down. He's lost mm-hmm. a, a, a lot. He's still imposing. He could still be Doc and, and should be because the whole thing that they've said about Doc Savage is that you don't notice how muscular he is or how big he is right. until you stand up next to him yeah. and realize, crap, he's towering over you. And so that that's the kind of thing that Dwayne Johnson would be perfect for. And the Tooth Fairy review will go up some point this weekend. Uh, I just love the fact that the Tooth Fairy ad is saying Dwayne Johnson – is the the family hero now? Or he is though. He has. Just, been. I, I love the fact that he he's was, made that transition from wrestling is, to. He is now a wholly owned subsidiary of Disney, Disney Corp, much has, like Larry Miller. He yeah. has been. You know, he's been. He's made guest shots on Hannah Montana. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's he been on from Zachary one Cody. empire to another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's that's it the nature of the business. It makes sense though. Well, it's the nature of business, but. It, it, a lot of Hollywood does seem to be shifting or or splitting into. There's a big family friendly area. Uh, he's got kids. It makes tons of and money, And I can't too. imagine that the yep. divorce, this is my speculation, that his divorce was 
friendly. Um, so he's got to be actually more or less was. Oh wow, um, that's great. The, the funny thing is because they both have money of their own, so it's okay. <sighs> money, Danny. Danny does good. The root of all <laughs> happiness. Yes. Um, but I mean, there's, there's all evil. I meant evil. I meant evil. The problem is really that the rundown, which was the perfect role for the Rock, which he did amazingly well in, it was a great failed. movie. Failed utterly. Yes. And uh, I and Schwarzenegger passed off the torch to him. Then that too. Exactly. And Literally did. If you recall that, walked in and said, "Have fun," and walked out of a club. And yeah. so it was like he was saying, "This is my successor," and nobody cared. And yeah, and had that succeeded, well, I, also I mean, that's think the ultimate though, history, right there. I also I think so right. too, though, that the action movie at that time period wasn't the hip thing you know what i mean like action movies are slowly swinging back now especially this summer we got you know what is it, expendables coming out with you know it's going to be the re-ushering in of the guy movie so i just think it he just hit it at the wrong time so i just saw a skeleton do un- unhealthy things <laughs> Wouldn't be the first that time. Awesome. <laughs> okay, thanks, Shop Boy. Um, <laughs> so maybe let's move to television. Coming soon on DVD, Planet Hulk, the animated film, which had a debut last week, and there is a preview of it uh, on the Marvel site. Um, yeah, Planet Hulk. So this preview trailer on on on, on Marvel, uh, Marvel and it looks it looks pretty good. I mean, they they're going to have to cram a lot of story into whatever the time frame those, those things haven't been 90 minutes long no. the, any of the marvel yeah. ones well we'll see we'll but, see that. Uh, i'm looking forward to yeah, checking I'm, it out because i'm is, interested it is one of my favorite hulk storylines uh and one of my favorite marvel storylines period i should say i mean i have that i bought that hardback edition to yeah, get it all and hulk's it. been getting a lot of dvd cartoon movies released hasn't he because kids love hulk they really the oh, kids okay. love hulk what? there's very little Appropriate for kids about the Hulk, but they mm. love him. Okay. Wasn't Hulk the first one to get like his chibi title? His chibi title, yeah. Like you know, tiny. chibi tiny, doll, the tiny little you know cartoon Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. back in like the ni- the mid nineties. Uh, I don't recall that. Wasn't there there a kids version there, title there of the Hulk? One. There was one of those, and it accompanied X Men and Iron Man. Yeah, they they were they were Saturday morning cartoons. They weren't super kiddie. But no, yeah. that's not Chibi, though. No, there was a Hulk animated series in the 90s with Lou Ferrigno voicing, and they tried to spin Ghost Rider off of it, actually. Ooh. And there was an Iron Man that was Robert Hayes. Back oh, when, yeah. Robert yeah, Hayes voiced that. Iron Man. Wow, two and, Robert Hayes references. And a wow. Fantastic Four animated. And I never saw there, and, then, and then there was a next Avengers. There were a lot of Avengers, a lot of animated series in the 90s Marvel would like us all to forget. No, the oh, but we don't. The one was done in France. No, there was that one. There was also one in the 90s. That one was horrible. There was one in the 90s that Marvel Studios did directly themselves. Right. 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 You know what and I think they want to forget the most, though, is the uh, the Kaufman Test uh, Silver Surfer short that was hideously awful and pretentious. Is that mm-hmm. the one where he goes and gives a little kid a doll or something? No, this is the one where he is flying through uh, New York and the buildings keep turning into words. And he's giving this like thing. I have the the VHS back at work. Hmm. It's it's wretched. Awesome. Okay. Well, good. So let's go on to things we do like. I uh, like stuff. Yeah. Um, Chuck came back. Yay. Yay. Meh. Oh, with like Superman. Huh? Brandon Routh. Oh. Brandon yeah. Routh. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And no one knew and who actually, he was. Actually, I'm liking the way they're playing that character. I I was afraid it was going to be the. Uh, the guy from the first season, the, yeah. But uh, See, are you talking about uh, Shaw? Yeah, yeah. Okay. His Brandon yeah. Routh, yeah. So uh, as opposed to yeah, Bl- uh, Bryce 
Bryce Larkin. Oh, yeah, Bryce. Yeah. So that's who I thought it was when he was in the office. That's I who I thought, the, too. The profile, I was happily wrong. Yes. 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 So. Uh, it's a nice character. They're, they're making him a little more complex than you'd expect from that show. Yeah, I'm happy to see Brandon Routh get work. What are you thinking about the? Have you, anybody else watched this? Uh, yes. No, you haven't watched. So, at all? so what do you think about the new Intersect? Uh, I think it's good. It enables Chuck to be a more active character. You've seen him take charge. Right. It also adds to some of the comedy elements of the show because when he's under duress, he can't really control it. Right. So, like when he uh, accidentally like looked up Muay Thai boxing and knocked Lester out in the Buy More. Right. That, that was kind of cool. That, I'm not liking, I'm already, we've only had two episodes with this, and I'm not liking when he needs to use it and, and he, he can't, can't bring it up. Yeah. That's already dead to me as a comedy bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd much rather have it be something like if he if he has to stress to bring it up, that it somehow that it comes up and it comes up wrong. Or he chooses the skill and it turns out to be the wrong, wrong skill, skill for the time. If he'd be like you know. Ben 10. Yeah. yeah. Omnitrix mm. on Ben 10 often brings I up the wrong hero. Forearms. Yes. Yeah. Uh, something like that would be, that's, that's more comedy gold. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, oh. but I like that he doesn't, that I like that he can't control it because then it's otherwise, he's it's not Superman. Chuck. Yeah. yeah. It's just, he's, he's the perfect, it's the pretender. Although they were, they did play a lot. They've been playing nicely with the normal guy versus spy guy, with bringing in awesome, uh, awesome yeah, as as the character in yeah Ryan McPartland, who once again I would say would be Captain awesome America. Captain America. Yeah. So uh, Marvel, listen to me. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so good. I'm happy that Chuck's back. We'll say I don't know how it's been doing in the ratings. I hope it's well. Oh, it's, it's carrying NBC. I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's their third highest show, and they have football. So that's <laughs> how's football doing right now? Uh, not right now. It's not as hot as it should have been for NBC. But uh, the big problem be- with is NBC is just a dying network, right. and uh, we'll talk more about that later. I'm sure. I'm sure we will. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of, oh, no, I have no real segue. Human Target, the Humane Target. No, no the Lon saw this one too. Right? Oh, I, I like it. I'm in. I like it too. Action adventure. Good-looking men. A good production Chai value. McBride. I, I bought that train all the way through. The uh, the bullet train? No, the first episode? From the, from the takeoff. That wasn't terrible. The only thing that I don't like about it is they're calling it Human Target. Because what? It, it's got nothing from the store, from the original comic except for the hero's name. Yeah. Which they also didn't even say until the very end. Yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. Christopher Chance. Is um, that your real name? Yeah, I mean, no I, I, I think it does. It does, it does change... Wait, so what's the big difference? Uh, the big difference is that Christopher Chance disguises himself as the person who is the target. Oh, so I see. he becomes the human the human target. Now, as we discussed earlier, one of the reasons for that change is obviously you can't convincingly change an actor's appearance week right. after week, therefore a different actor would Even have Even though Martin Landau did it for years. Yes. And alias. <laughs> okay, well, um, you know, the at the budget that Fox is willing to yeah. pay. Now, your, uh, your point you is go. well taken, though, because if he did change at and the Martin beginning Lando of the show... And also wasn't the lead, so you the believe... S- yeah. The star that they've got there, you wouldn't see him except for end-capping the story. Yeah. you just see him after the fact. Yeah. Did you buy the fact that after he had used the bulletproof vest in the original story that it was time to take it off? Uh, I've never been shot 
with a bulletproof vest on, but I can imagine that afterwards is really uncomfortable. I imagine. But so you if you're still being shot at, do you really? And it's already proven its value once. This you was take my problem off? with the series. Is as I thought that uh, now I enjoyed it. I thought, and, and I was trying to put together, find time to put together kind of a, a, a written piece on this. That while I liked it, I agree with you. It wasn't Human Target, but forget that. You know that yeah. it's just a show called Human Target. Okay, I'm fine with that. Um, but that's at some points they did things. Because they thought their audience was stupid, and that was that'd be one of them. Right. You know where she says, "How do you know how do you survive that?" Well, I've got this. You know, so he takes off the vest to show. To show Look, gold. I had a vest on, and now I'll leave it here. I'll leave it here. Yeah. Um, when when he spots the glass that has been poisoned, and he sa- and 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 he just leaves it there. He leaves it there so someone else can get poisoned. <laughs> yeah, is is like that's so that the audience, which yeah. is thought of at the very of as least, stupid, you tip it over onto the floor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boom! Don't drink that. It's poison. Trust me. This is why. Explain but they it. had to have the other guys. Sit it so they to prove be dramatic it. to prove it and that's and that's pandering down yeah and yet there were so many subtle things too i mean like i, I thought really one of the best directed violent on-screen deaths was when he took that hitman and threw him off the train that was awesome bloody tatters of uh, scraps of cloth but they stayed on for an uncomfortable amount of time <laughs> yes but that's okay yeah because I thought, and i have to say that that fight scene did not skimp on fight you know what yeah. i mean yeah. like debbie he, debbie was watching it with me she was like He's just doing kidney punch after kidney punch. <laughs> so, but I'm just saying for, for her fights with you, she knows. Yeah, for yeah. TV for TV <laughs> oh. action, she's taking notes. For Can't TV action, that. it was pretty good. So. Yeah, yeah, and and, and Chai McBride and uh, Jackie Earl Haley Guerrero was just very nice, awesome. And Debbie will back me up. I did guess how they were getting off that plane. No, off the train. Well, they only showed it in the commercials. I never saw the commercial. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know, I figured uh, how that. How convenient too. not having seen the commercial. Yeah. I never saw the commercial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you know when it was on? But, you know, it was, <laughs> I, it was actually, I watched I watched it. I got email. From, I don't know. When is it? I, no, no, no. And this is, this is actually. I swear to God, I listened to the radio every day this week, and there was an ad for the, for the premiere of Human Target every day. Okay. And I was like, when did it actually air? I don't know. For people who missed it, shown the for whole people who missed already? it, you can go to Amazon.com right now, and for free, you can you can watch the first episode, or you can have it downloaded to your TiVo, or you can go to Hulu. I think it's on Hulu, Hulu. but it's a higher resolution if you watch it on Amazon.com. That's not how I do Face. it anyway. Yeah, you can get a higher resolution on Hulu too. You mm. can, you okay. can. All right, let's stop having a pissing match and finish up. Oh, Rick's thing. okay, because okay. oh, Lon's gonna go. All yeah, right, man. so give us your quick quick rundown on uh, Spartacus. Blood and sand. Wow. I'm Spartacus. It's awesome. Lee Bat. It's terrible. Um, I was really, from the the trailers and the marketing push they've been showing, you're like they're going, wow, this is maybe, you know, uh, could be a really epic, you know, period piece a la Rome, you know, HBO's Rome or something, or, you know, you're sitting there thinking, you know, it might be this really cool, you know, uh, gladiator type thing. And Lon likes gladiator. I love gladiator movies. Um, but it's essentially, <laughs> it's like poor man's 300, um, like, processed through, like, a low-end version of After Effects. Um, hmm. It's... I think and, I followed that. And then the acting is god-awful. Um, everything shot, like, green screen all the 300. So there's not even real set pieces. It's really weird. Um, like whoever was the cinematographer, I don't know who it was, but it's just it's shot very, just very amateurishly. Have you watched any of the other TV shows that do that, like Sanctuary or? Uh... Um, no, but I've just from you know seeing 
other things like let's say Sin City or you know even a three hundred or something you know because those those are markedly markedly better than the TV shows. So I'm wondering if it's probably on par with what they're doing. Well, with. here's the other thing too is when they go into battle. Well, first of all, here was the cheesiest thing when when Spartacus or whatever the guy is leaves his wife to go to battle. And that's the other thing too. It's very contemporary in its language, like um, it's and it's trying to be sexual. But it's so over the top sexual that it's almost laughable to where you're going. You know, at one point he um, he's leaving his wife and she's like, "Oh, the cold bed. I will miss you in my cold bed." And and so he takes off like one of his like leather straps or something, and he's he says something like, "Give me your thigh." And she like puts her leg out and he wraps the strap around her thigh, and then he goes something like, "Now when you think of me, you will f- you can feel your thigh, and it'll keep us. The thought would keep us both warm or something." Yeah, totally not. <laughs> and so it was just—it was just so cheesy. Was it was there. just so bad. But then, like to sh- that was to, romantic. to show uh, how like time. That's how I left my house this morning. <laughs> yeah. To show how, like time and seasons have elapsed. They basically show him put on his helmet, and then they show him like running. But it's only a close up of just his face, and he's just kind of running like. But not really running, just doing the, you know, just the shaking back and forth. Pee Wee Herman style. And then, like, seasons are changing behind him. and then, But it's, like, really bad, like, you know. It's like a music video. Yeah, it's, like, a really cheesy music video. And then, like, he seasons finally, change. he ends and he runs into, the, like, a battle in this forest. But it's really, you know, it's it's a soundstage with maybe there's a tree here, there's a bush in the front, and everything else is animated. And, you know, he's fighting guys, and every time, like, they slash somebody, it's all, like, After Effects blood, like, squirting through, and it looks so terrible. It's as good like, as Ninja Assassin's After Effects blood? Uh, oh, it was, that was It was awesome. on part of that, but more just terrible looking. Well, and then... There's, but, there's but then, an important thing. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Lucy Lawless doing her Christina Hendricks imitation in all uh, the I ads. Didn't, I didn't even oh, get you to saw Lucy it? Lawless. So. I did not see it. I've only seen the ads and the things, and she looks exactly like she's... She's trying to play Christina Hendricks playing the character that oh, she was okay. doing. Yeah. And uh, frankly, she looked rather hot. Oh, yeah. No, no, like I said, all the chicks look hot in the ads and stuff. But once you watch the show, it's unbearable. Okay, you can't... so how much nudity is there in this? Yeah. You know what? The two parts I saw, I didn't see any nudity. So... Failure. Complete failure. Yeah. All I saw I, was... I read an interview with Lucy Lawless where she's saying that you know, the, the nudity took a little while to get used, but afterwards, when you started doing it all the time, it got really freeing. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a titillating Maybe. Thing to say. I mean, maybe if there's some. So we're going to be tracking this down, no matter what Lon says? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, I mean, you, I would love to have you guys watch it because you've got to see all how right, maybe. terrible it is. I think this I would go interested slightly. Maybe more interested. Very interested. Suddenly fun. lost interest. <laughs> All right, um, moving on. Okay, I just put before we get please to just a, written notes. What will be, will be the big thing is I, I want to throw out. Uh, I got this DVD that was uh, the movie was not released. It's, it's almost like the goods, not um, widely released in the U.S. A British film called Saint Trinian's, which is now called for American audiences Saint Trinian's School for Bad Girls. Oh, I've heard of that. Did we talk about this already? I don't think we did. Uh, I, I, I ha- Isn't this based on a, like a comic? Uh, it is based on like uh, we these, talked about this. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, a little little uh, because David because David Tennant's in the sequel. Oh, he's in Saint Trinian's Two: uh, The Secret of Fritton's Nim. Gold. Um, 
uh, and uh, which has not been released yet. But so I got I feel a copy like I'm of launched Saint- into an alternate universe. Yes, I've, I've, I watched those Saint Trinians one, which is Lena Headey from uh, oh, Sarah Connor from uh, uh, the Term- from three hundred. Yeah, and from three hundred, and she's playing an uptight English teacher. So I didn't even I watched the whole movie. I had no that's idea a that's whole who it fantasy was. Fantasy right there. Oh, and, yeah. and, uh, it's a movie that fulfills that. <laughs> Rupert Everett stars as the headmistress in drag with Colin Firth as the minister of education trying to shut her down. And there's a lot of inside jokes. played jo- for laughs, right? Yes. There's a lot of inside jokes about their career together. And Miss um, <laughs> Fritton has a dog named Mr. Darcy that keeps humping Colin Firth's leg. <laughs> nice. And <laughs> so it's uh, – I thought it was it was really funny. Not for everyone, not for Lon. This is out on DVD. It now? is out. On, it'll be on, out on DVD on Tuesday. Magic Mailbox delivered it early, and uh, I found it uh, pretty funny. And looking forward to the sequel because David Tennant will be in it. I love David Tennant. Who very talented. You know, he seems to be a big rumor going around that he might play Bilbo Baggins. Really? Wow. Which would be uh, I would be Weird. okay with that. I would be okay with that. Okay. He he seems tall though. Yeah, he's slender, but, tall, yeah. shrunk down, going to be short, slender. Mm. Yeah, but he could have that per, that. Bilbo's a chubby little guy. Well, if you squash him, anyway. Uh, so I want to throw that out there now. Of course, Jack Black as Jack Bilbo Black would be, perfect, awesome would be a perfect Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo. Oh my god! I can't believe I said coming to Ringo. Why did we have to say that big old dragon? No. <laughs> I actually would rather see David Tennant just sing the theme song. Now, here's my question. Bilbo Baggins, the bravest little hobbit of them all. (laughs) Is there blood running out my nose right now? I just want to know. Have you ever seen the music video that he put together for that? For Hullabaloo? Or Shindig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those shows? Yes, yes, I've seen that. Ah, Shindig, good show. Okay. Um, So let's talk, of course, this week also ended The Late Night Wars. Yeah, the second late night wars. The second late it. night wars because there will be a late shift. Two. Late night it's wars be followed two. by brighter day. Yeah, <laughs> brightest day. Actually, brightest night. night. Oddly <laughs> uh, actually, by by scripted shows reappearing at ten o'clock on NBC. <laughs> uh, I just, you know what, you guys kind of talked about it last podcast or whatever, and the last show. Anybody catch the last night of Conan? Last I just a little bit. all except for the last. It was pretty good. I mean, yeah. it was you it's know on Hulu now. He's a class act. He went out. You know, very classy, and I think, you know, that was pretty cool. But the one observation I kind of picked up is, you know, you kind of mentioned it in the in the pre-show. Um, ratings are up. People are all just supporting Conan and everything else. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, his support is higher than ever. And the realization I came to was, if you think about it, all most, you know, a good percentage of Americans are have been either, like, fired from their jobs or, you know, been, like, unemployed or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, kind of abused by the corporation. And now they have, like, this poster boy of, you know, it can happen to anybody. And here it is. It happened to Conan. And, well, and he just, got only $40 million. Well, dollars. That, I mean, <laughs> quite a severance. But he only gets to keep 33 oh, No, but okay. I'm just saying, once you take that out, I mean, you know, take out the severance or never. But, I mean, if you just look at the storytelling of it, you know, here you have this guy who got his dream job. And then didn't even wasn't even given a chance. Seven months wasn't even given a full year, and he was just abused by this corporation that didn't know how to manage its money and manage its you know business. And now they're going down, just like you know. So I just think it's a weird parallel that you know here we have this guy that everybody loves, and he's just the everyman. You know, he's almost like a Jimmy Stewart from It's a Wonderful Life or whatever. And you know, it's just kind of one of those where I just think everybody can associate. Or not associate, what's the word? Uh, 
you know, can identify. Can identify with you know. Here's a guy. He just wanted to do his job and do whatever, and then the company screwed him over. So, well, this is this is uh, this is strictly Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart. This is. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're not up yet. Yeah, I know, I know, but this is true. This is the exact I'm, same. I'm thing. I'm glad we have this all merged into one. You know topic. what? Though? I, I see the parallel. I know what yeah, you're talking. Exactly. Bret Hart was the young up and comer who was supposed to take the crown, and he did, and he took it, and he ran with it. For six months, and then and Hogan, then Hogan decided he wanted his job back or his, his role back. And what happened ultimately, and what I believe is going to happen again, is Hogan completely failed. He got a short little run, and then they realized it wasn't going to work, and they ditched him. Yeah. And, and then he was in oblivion until he became a bad guy. That's right. Now, so what's going to happen is Jimmy Fallon is going to take over the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Fallon is... Actually, Fallon made a really funny comment talking about the whole thing. He's all, so I'm the third host of Late Night. He's all, the first host is David Letterman, and the second host is Conan O'Brien. And, you know, both of them, you know, David Letterman was supposed to be the heir apparent to The Tonight Show, but then uh, he didn't get it, and Jay Leno got it. So he's all, Conan O'Brien, you know, the host before me, he was the heir apparent to the Tonight Show. He got it and then lost it and was taken away by David Letterman. I mean by Jay Leno. And then he goes, so basically what I've learned from all this is that I will never host the Tonight Show. <laughs> <laughs> and let's also admit that Carson Daly was unfairly passed up for the role, I think, really. Who? Carson I, Daly. I think Carson uh, no, Daly. <laughs> no, one, no one's paying attention to Carson <laughs> Daly. He doesn't even say, like in all this, all I've heard is people say, oh, and what about Carson Daly? Carson Daly hasn't even <laughs> defended himself. He hasn't said anything. There's been nothing from him. Um, but I, I think, you know, Jimmy Fallon, though, honestly, will never host Tonight Show for other reasons. He's just not that magnetic. He's just kind of... Yet. Well, maybe, but he's had a lot of time. He's just he, an affable. He's, he's had a year. He, he's a nice. guy. He had guy. more time than Conan. Yeah, he's a, he's yeah. a nice guy, but he doesn't really generate. His show's getting better though. I've seen some stuff that's been funny, and then I go, okay. The per- the winner here to me was Jimmy Kimmel, Absolutely. who went on the Tonight Show, ripped Jay a new one, which I'm not sure Jay expected at first, uh, and then. He did an entire episode of his own show as Jay Leno, and then this last week said, "I feel like like I've been part of a hit, part of history. Maybe it's because I've been watching Ken Burns' documentary on PBS, <laughs> The Late Night Wars." <laughs> so they so they did this documentary, <laughs> like a Ken Burns, like a Civil War, with the speak with talking over the letters. Yes, and and, and with, so with his, with his Jay Leno impersonation as he's reading oh. Jay, Jay's letters to Mavis, dear home. Myra, D- dear Mavis, <laughs> I want to be home with, and I can hardly wait to get home and see. My cars, and, <laughs> and and they had these photos, you know, daguerreotypes from the Civil War with like Andy Richter's face put in, and, and how Jeff Zucker, president, you know, was leading the South, and then actually, uh, you know, in, in, inflicted his own forces upon his own forces. How was the commander Conan O'Brien supposed to win when he was getting attacked by his own forces? <laughs> and it was just, it was, it was funny, but I'm like, yeah, he's just. Living I mean, I thought Jimmy Kimmel's funny anyway. I haven't seen a thing from him that I haven't. Oh, yeah, but even all the way back to the man show. But and, I'm going to yeah. say honestly, in all this, exactly, I think as 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 Lon's saying, everybody's getting you know rallying around Conan because of the story of the guy getting screwed over by the corporation, which is the American dream right now. And but the, or the American the, reality, the actually. American reality. Who of us was really watching on a regular basis? Let's face it. Everybody here, we we watch Daily Show. I watch Letterman. You watch Letterman occasionally. Yeah. I, I'm uh, in bed by ten. Here's the thing. Yeah, I, I'm I, in bed, or I'm or here's at least the thing. On the I flip back 
to, you know, whoever's got an interesting, you know, oh, who's got the guest tonight? Oh, is it Letterman? Is it Conan? You know, it's like, you, and in the, the way we are now, you can pick spots. You know, it's like you always know, well, you know, Letterman's got a kind of a slower monologue. He's more interesting when he finally gets to the desk, whereas Conan's monologue's got a lot of jokes and a lot of the bits, you know. So you kind of switch back and forth, whereas once Leno takes back the rain, I'm not going to switch back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm getting no. to the point now where I'll just watch Letterman. Well, see, or until so, Conan gets his show. To me, what I saw at the 10 o'clock, and I did, I did watch little bits of it, like when it was first on, just to see what was intriguing about it, is he just wasn't funny. No. And they were trying way hard. It they just were, wasn't funny. And no. so. And the other thing, too, is like, it's almost like Leno is appealing to the older crowd. Aunt Marsha. The people yeah. that right. are keeping Lawrence Welk on the air on PBS right. on Saturday. pretty much. Night. And it's like the They're older... aging out. Yeah, the AARP crowd, you know, really likes Jay Leno, and they don't get Conan. But the thing is, um, is... I just want to say Rick uh, qualifies for AARP. Okay, anyways, <laughs> what I'm saying, though, is if you're a smart programmer... Yeah, that Grand Slam breakfast, yeah. <laughs> you got to program... Well, you you got a discount there. I'm, you I'm, have I'm, to program <laughs> to your demographic, you know what I mean? And it's like, if your demographic is, you know, thinking Leno's an old man and not funny... Why would you keep him over the young guy that everybody loves? You know what I mean, or that has room to grow and will well, be your next franchise player. I don't think you go age here because Letterman is the oldest acting and looking one of all. Yeah, I don't necessarily but he has mean the most age. energy. He needs the most. Yeah, but he's I mean, still sleeping with interns. Right. So, you know, I mean, there you go. <laughs> I'm not saying age. I'm saying appealing to demographics. Right. Letterman has his, you know, a, a wider range of demographic, whereas Jay Leno only kind of gets into that. That's that small niche. So, my mom watches Leno. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what it says to me. There you go. Right because there. he's harmless. But I mean, do you want a harmless performer in late night? I don't. Well, that's not funny to me. I want I sleep mean, late night. Actually. Oh, okay. NBC is a, a dying network. That's all it comes down to. Uh, NBC has utterly failed with everything they've done in the past three years. Uh, they have, Except I think, Chuck. I think they have Community two or two or three Except shows. Except Thirty Rock. But that's the thing. Except is, the office. These, are not, these are not shows that get ratings. <laughs> none of them are in the top 30. I think the only one of those that's in the top 30 is, I think, Chuck. Office. Office. Um, office Biggest might not Loser. Be anymore. Really? Yeah, okay. Biggest Loser isn't. Biggest Loser is in danger of, but it's cheap. of being canceled, but it's cheap. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, Saturday Night Live. And football. Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live has succeeded this year. Yeah. Um, but Friday Night Lights. But oh, wait. These, yeah, yeah none of these Scrubs all oh, went to ABC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are a, a network that is in severe... They're where ABC was after they proved that you can't have the same show on five nights a week. Oh, which is what NBC did this year. Yeah. yeah. What did ABC try to do five nights uh, a week? Who, who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, that worked for a week, though. When you do it as, <laughs> when, when you do it as a week, and then it goes away for several months. Right, right. Yeah, that then works. Then it sort of works. But yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to say, because uh, I had this thing... We had the Chuck and the Human Target thing. We failed to m- mention that Human Target's pilot brought in for extra juice, Trisha Helfer. Oh, yeah. I think out of all the sci-fi, sh- the the hot girls of sci-fi, yeah. to me the hottest is Yvonne Strahuski from Chuck. And no one seems to be putting her up there. And I have this well, theory. Well, she's in contract with Chuck. Wait till you see Caprica. You nope. haven't seen Capra No, no. But what I, what I what I'm getting at is, is, is I think it's interesting that out of all these things, as we said, Chuck is probably the highest, uh, probably the best known out of even when we talk about Battlestar Galactica. That still mm-hmm. is a very niche. Yeah, it's a little bit show. And you say Stargate Atlanta, all those Stargate things. It's a very limited uh, amount of the population that watches those. Mm-hmm. Um, they spend a lot. 
and that's why they're they're courted, and that's and that's fine. Now, Chuck, which actually is appealing to a lot more people, the sci-fi people don't talk about the people on that. Like Big Bang Theory will make reference to obviously they had uh, Summer Glau on right. Terminator, a much harder core sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Chuck is sort of a casual science fiction at its premise, very uh, yeah. at its heart, very Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> but that 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 sci-fi fans don't actually embrace the actors yeah. of the softcore, if you will, softcore sci-fi, because because it's more spy, it's spy action, it's not really sci-fi. But this is a guy with a chip in it. With I understand, chip in his head. He but that's more that's James Bond. Into, that's yeah. that's less sci-fi. It's a one-trick sci-fi. It's not it's yeah. not sci-fi of the month. Like even things yeah. like Sanctuary or it's not Fringe. Know, fringe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, even she—I don't think even Anna Torvald's gotten. Kind you gotta of a, give. You gotta give it time. Although I just realized she's actually married to the human target. Mm. Is I, she really? Yeah, Mark Valley. Mark Valley well, and, and, and Anna. That's Torvald's a hot-looking couple. Yeah, yeah. Cute. Because I will say this: right, I'm the furthest thing from gay, but Mark Valley is a handsome man. You know I, Daniel Craig. I think we can arrange. A He's meeting. like the American Daniel Craig almost. I think we can arrange a meeting. Oh, God. And Shop Boys brought up Bilbo Baggins. Let's move on to wrestling, shall we? Hey, Hey, go ahead. Well, Chris I have to here. tinkle. Why? We've got two big things. The first being Quit bragging. Brock Lesnar. How is he? Uh, How's Brock, Brock doing? Brock has improved greatly. Uh, he was didn't. Lying the whole time. Yeah, he didn't need major surgery, it turns out, so he will be back possibly as soon as May. Um, so he's going to be fighting. Uh, he's still recognized as UFC heavyweight champion. Uh, he. His diverticulitis could come back at any time. Of course. But uh, he's right now well enough to train and had a big press conference to announce his fight coming up in uh, either May or June, probably later. But uh, it'll be good to see him back. But more importantly is TNA. I'll let that sink in. Okay. There you go. You've driven two people away from the table with your (laughs) scintillating conversation so far. Um, TNA is uh, going through... Of course, the return of Hulk Hogan, which did <laughs> I think I heard a sound effect, but I, I, you may have yeah. to ambush it and um, post, put that up there. What? Absolutely the worst thing that could happen to a company is to bring in Hulk Hogan. Because one, he comes with a cadre of semi-buddies and cronies that are hideous. Uh, Eric Bischoff, of course, being the big one. Uh, the Nasty Boys from uh, the 80s and 90s, terrible tag team who can't work and are now being pushed uh, for a feud with the Dudley Boy. I'm sorry, Team 3D. Uh, and, of course, uh, Orlando Jones, who was a nobody in the WWE, and now he comes in and he's a somebody beating Christopher Daniels, the best wrestler in the world right now, in my opinion. And, you know, it's it's hideously awful what they're doing to TNA right now. The biggest problem, of course, being that Hulk Hogan has declared that wrestling is done in a four-sided ring, not in the six-sided ring that TNA had been doing. And so there's all sorts of anger. I'd also like to give a shout-out to uh, one of my dear friends, Wrestle Bunny, uh, up in Concord, um, who listens to the That's podcast. That's not a given name, right? Actually, yeah, it is. Yeah, but uh, uh, His parents named him Wrestle Bunny. Her. Uh, there are female wrestling fans. She's yeah, probably you don't got know daddy what. issues. Yeah, I do. Um, Okay, then. Good. Wrestle but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But an uh, impressive take on this, actually, her thought is that uh, the big problem isn't that uh, Hogan is coming in and making all these changes. The problem is that the changes here are making are trying to make it look like the WWE in the 90s. 
and which is time has passed. Which time has definitely passed, as they have proven in the WWE when they try to go back and make things like the nineties. Um, so wrestling in itself is probably going to take a hit pretty soon. Uh, the WWE hasn't done much exciting except for Bret Hart, uh, and he's coming back next week uh, or this week by the time you hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's lots of questions as to you know what's the, the future of wrestling, and no one's quite sure anymore. Well, does it have to be a future? Could wrestling just fade away? Hasn't the 400 years it's been around? So 400, only 400. Ancient Greece didn't wrestle. They wrestled, but not professionally. Oh, okay. Well, semi-pro, really. <laughs> <laughs> there was backyard wrestling going well, on I mean, in when you say that, when, when you say that, well, it's been around for 400 years. Okay, well, it, not in this form. Is it so bad if a, if a form of entertainment fades away? Well, vaudeville did die, but I hear it's making a comeback. Well, you keep trying. That's uh, right. And, uh, and, and did you read, so you did read the Hulk Hogan by my life outside the ring. I am not. I am. Just, it's so infuriating. Is it? Now tell me why. It is. I mean, there's so out. much. Uh, I may be 150 pages in because there are things that you hear that you read uh, from like the Observer and stuff that he's flat out contradicting. The uh, the classic assumption assertion that he makes is that he made WCW into this big deal, and it wasn't really Hogan so much as it was the fact that they put up competition directly against. The WWF at that point. Mm-hmm. That's not true, though. Yeah, no, it was Adam. big news when he became a heel. It was big news, but and that, that was a made year. WCW. But that was a year after they had already been doing Nitro and beating the WWF. Were they beating them? At oh that yeah, point? absolutely. Okay, yeah, right. they were beating them like two weeks out of three. It would be. But WCW. would they have been beating them without Hulk Hogan? They wouldn't have beat him for a year and a half straight without Hogan. That's probably true. Okay, then there's some merit. So there. we could say there's an agree to disagree on that. That's yeah. And, you just uh, hate Hogan. I actually don't hate... I hate Hogan now. I love Hogan 1994, 95, 96. Macho Man Randy Savage, Hulk, Oh, yes. <laughs> Be a man, Hulk. Yes. Uh, and Randy Savage, where are they? We need you back. Mm. Wrestling needs you. I, I, I'm impressed at a guy like Randy Savage actually not taking the bait to come back. Because you can't tell me that, that coming back at, the, at these, the, their ages... and. If, if Hulk Hogan is at least honest about the injuries he suffered mm-hmm. in that book. Um, he is, actually. More then, than then there's no way. This is not a smart thing, a healthy thing to do. So, um, yeah. Yeah. But, All right. Yeah, well, wrestling has been good. The last uh, TNA pay-per-view has been... I don't know been, what that sound effect was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, inward. Um, <laughs> uh, wrestling actually recently has been pretty good. The last TNA pay-per-view, other than the problems of Hogan's friends being all over it, was actually... Pretty okay. The main event of Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles was fantastic. But you can read about that in the next Falls Count Anywhere. All righty. Good. Well, we'll look forward to that. Uh, that's about all I got this week. Anybody else? No? Good? Okay. Well, this is Derek McCaw, <laughs> editor in chief of FamilyWise. <laughs> I didn't want somebody from the back to come in. Uh, if you've got any questions, comments, comp- uh, commentary, or compliments, I will eventually remember to read them on the air if you email. You forgot this week. I did. Editor at Because somebody, somebody wrote us a nice letter, apparently. A really nice letter. And you were going to read it? Well, to it, said, us. it said some things about you. It, about uh, me? No. I, About your former communist sympathies? Yes, that was exactly They are it. former. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough for this man's podcast. Anyway, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. And uh, what's good? I'm Derek McCaw. And, of course, around me here, dresses for a Flintstone, Chris Garcia. 
Dressed as Yogi Bear, Lon Lopez. Dressed, Rick Brettsnyder reminding you to use your powers only for good. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Because you're not saying anything. <laughs> and thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Tim Robbins' Dead Man Walking can be seen at City Lights on January 21st through February 21st. For more information and to purchase tickets... Go to http colon slash slash www.cltc.org. And I'm sorry to say, but it because when you when you put a Maori as minority? A a Maori. Well oh, Maori a okay. word, uh, one of the tribes as a United States Senator. Say, I go Australian because you know, it's clearly or Test. a Dune film because clearly we don't elect Maori and, right. and they look different than Hawaiians. Wait, Bobby Jindrell. Does he have uh, a... <laughs> he's a governor. Isn't he Sri Lanka? <laughs> Does he have tattoos? He's Indian. No, Indian? no, he doesn't have tattoos. Test. Okay. But he's just, he, he, you know, it's, it's like uh, Dan, Tamura, whatever the guy that did was Boba Fett, you know. Th- there's a look to the New Zealand natives that is very different from every other Pacific Islander right. you can tell. And it's like, yeah, that's, no matter how good the American accent is, this isn't taking place in America. This is not America. Thank you. You've taken me out of the. Out yeah, of the I heard it was like my buddy, who's pretty harsh, but oh, he basically Ethan said. Hawk is just so bad. He said it was like he looked like a student film. It was that bad. So. Test. We're live. Okay. I'm just going over some of the things. So there's a lot of movie stuff to catch up on as far as casting and. What if I gave you nine dollars? By the way, did you see? Did you uh, what? A Youth in Revolt? I gave you $9 and died. But he'd want $9 in paper back for it. I'm out there for it. Could you exchange that? I could do that. Okay, good. That's the only thing I didn't want. He looks so intense as he says to you. I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> but I won't. Good. What's my... <laughs> Just my mic. Squirm! No, but did you, see, did you see Youth in Revolt? No, I did not. Um, I want to see it. That oddly, I'm, I'm told the that funniest she... movie I've seen this year easily... It's only January. Uh, and in the top three or four for last year. So I've got a list of all the books that came out from Marvel and DC last week. And uh, I thought that worthy of talking about, did you read Phantom Stranger? I did. Okay, Phantom Stranger was like worth talking about. I would like to point out that I was reading that on Final Dress Rehearsal and the title of the story is Dead Man Walking. Yes. <laughs> I noticed that when I was reading it. <laughs> we sit down and go, okay, places. I open the book and I go over to Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no fucking way! <laughs> Did you guys read uh, Starman? How was that? Ah, thank I read you. Starman too. Yeah, that it was, was pretty good. Great! I didn't, I didn't pick it up. I'm not Although the I'm, I'm, I'm a little upset because I did not read the original series of Starman, it's and I'm only on the first of the big books. Fault. It's not like I know. I'm trying oh, to be better. The the Starman of the on. 90s. Yeah, the James Robinson. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that was and no, and right now. I put down that Starman and I went, "Give me my Shade series." Right now, yeah. So we'll talk about that. On here. I mean, it's, it's just it's, I, without having read the pre. Well, we'll talk about this. I just I I, I was okay because yeah, like I'm gonna. I, I, I'm a little emotional and sensitive this week, but I you know I was like I was like I miss those people, I miss the support. You know, and and what's you know, I, is this issue one? 
No, no, no. It's the Blackest Night. So all the all the oh. book there were eight books that were canceled mm-hmm. that now get one more issue because they're yeah. revived zombie books, basically. Uh. So Starman, Phantom Stranger, Catwoman, Catwoman, Weird Western Tales. Um, Which was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. I love Weird Western Tales. <laughs> did you, you didn't listen to our show. No, why would I do that? No, I don't I, know. No, I didn't have Because we talked about you. And we plugged Dead Man Walking. I didn't have time. Yes, they did. I'm not familiar with I didn't listen. Podcast? Others told. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought it was good. So uh, Jonah had, It was like everybody I said to Sean Becker, like, who else would be there? I was like, Scalp Hunter, Bat Lash, all, uh, all the zombies yeah. coming out. Because they're all buried in the same cemetery. <clears> and Which is like a tourist attraction. Which is they don't take advantage of the boy. That would be a really bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, an M M&M. and M. Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah. Ooh, piece of candy. What is that from? Uh, family, guy. family Guy. It is Family Guy. Okay, James Woods. Because yeah, I said something about James Woods last night, and somebody was going, "Ooh, piece of candy, piece." Of, and I assumed Family Guy, but no one could confirm that for me. Did you? Yeah, read? This worked twice. We had to remember this for next time. <laughs> Headphones on. I need you to start thinking about how you're sounding. And Headphones I'm on. I'm sounding but pants a little on the low. You are. I'm gonna. Right, I'm going to uh, take care of everyone. I also didn't time. realize that Paul Cornell was writing uh, Black Widow. Oh. Um, yeah, and that's as I noticed that you and Paul Cornell have your, uh, a connection. You really oh. should be getting uh, <coughs> hey, Paul Cornell to slide all the way up. Well, I'm going to go interview him live, you actually, in the beautiful country of England. Yeah, sure. We're both at EasterCon, so. What about Chris Cornell? Then um, that'd be nice, too. But uh, Fanboy Planet would like a piece of that interview. Yes, what I was going to do Just was. Just the vowels. Record it and then, and then send it over to y'all. Can I get a sound check on you? I am checking my sound. Let's see what else was going to go over the you. Casting in Green Lantern. You sound pretty good. Um, um, I have a question. I Just looking at this Phantom Stranger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In your head, what kind of voice does Phantom Stranger have? Deep. He kind of talks like this. I was going to say, if <laughs> he had a really high, when like, call, a fem- When you call like, for a stranger. I have walked hundreds of billions of miles across the earth, earth. across time and space, through the blinding light of Elith. I am but a stranger, fields. but I help. Does this cloak make me and look bad? Darkest <laughs> depths of pandemonium. I did have one. I did, I did have one problem with the Phantom Stranger, uh, with this issue. Is Where does he clean his suits? No, that they oh. that they made a, a very explicit reference to his origin. Oh really? I missed that. Yeah. Why? Is There's he, a visual. Explicit. He was like raped or something? Or? No, no, no. It's, it's just that the th- the point about him is no one really knows for sure. Even when they did Secret Origins, they had three different people do Say three different you. origins. Yeah. No, they went with Alan Moore's origin, which is okay if you're gonna if you're gonna stick with one origin, go with what Alan Moore wrote. Reread it. Speak about explicit. What's going on here? Dirty. Party? Almost. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's a lot of old, yeah, old yeah. dead people. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the collective energy of seven old men having an <laughs> orgasm. I, I don't. I kind of tied him into the Wandering Jew. No, they tie. No, no they, they show. Uh, there's a, there's a, a wandering Jew. There's a panel of someone cutting off I'm his wings. Phantom stranger. His, yeah. wings, <laughs> his wings are being cut off. Oi. Oh, he's an angel. Yeah. Oi, what is old with the magic and the power? Okay, so there it is. I have walked billions of miles. Oi. And Oi. no one could spring for a Schwitz. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He walks the. Why I should do this heat go? <laughs> Spectre, you are the wrath of God. Well, I'll tell you about the wrath of God. These pants are chafing after. <laughs> 30 years of dressing like a 70s reject. And he still has the sideburns. I like that, that, that he that's hasn't changed. <laughs> that he hasn't changed. It's well, timeless. maybe that's why he's a stranger. Sideburns, sideburns are, timeless. are timeless. No, no, I've discovered is, they're not. Is sideburns. Steve Rogers back I bu- I in the normal know. book? Uh, it's the Red Skull, right? 
still. I have wrestling. I'm like two issues behind on rage. I don't read the cat meme theory, so. Oh, but he looks good, huh? Yeah, look at that pose. Yeah, talk about gay. <laughs> so um, there wasn't really too much in Marvel comics. I mean, they've got the fall of the Hulk starting. I couldn't be less excited about that. Although um, I do have, and then they're going to have. Uh, they've accidentally leaked out, accidentally leaked out that um, there's going to be this huge. Everyone's going to Hulk out. Two issue miniseries. Are you going to put that down there? We could talk about. Do you want that. to? Hulking, yeah, sure. Everyone hulking. What the f is this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you think, Lon? Oh, that. Yeah. Are they going to bring them back to continuity? Well, that that comes back to the age the the Age of Heroes thing that's coming up after Siege, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. So they're trying to make the uh, the universe less dark. Uh, oh, which also reminds me, of course, in Blackest Night, Blackest Night will be followed by Brightest Day. The DC, Starring Hannah Montana, the DC, the DC the, the, brightening of the universe, the DC brightening of the universe. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Um, did you guys talk about the Twilight thing last week? About the, the Buffy? angel spoiler? Yeah. Because that fight is still going on. Okay, I, I don't. Between we can ID, talk about it again. Between ID, IDW and Twilight and Dark Horse and uh, Joss. Villain. Villain. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll catch we'll Lon up to speed on the yeah. Because um, that's good. Lon will stand in for all the people that go. Um, this is I my played first football. Podcast. So yeah. did you did you get the uh, the new director for the new Spider Man movie? Webb, Mark yeah, Webb. Web. Yeah. So we'll talk about that Spider Man. And I've got five hundred. I've got some quotes here from oh, the directors. Nice. Predators some, has been shooting. Yeah. Hang on. Wait. Wait. I got what's uh, Mark Webb? Okay. Mark Webb and uh, for three. He's he's signed for four, five, six. What? Yeah, and it's going to use the ultimate Spidey storyline. Well, they haven't actually. Uh, I've heard a couple reports. Web has said. Web has said that's what he likes. Okay. That's what, what they're. What they're. What they're. Well, going let's to save it for the cast. Yeah, what they're going, he's going to do. He's going to wait for Sony to say, "Here's what you can have. Here's what you can do. Come on, good Mark Webb. Good okay. Mark Webb. Don't be a Ramy." All right. Mm. So, have they, uh, have they Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk DVD coming out on February second. I'm excited. Mm. Have they announced um, the director for Pirates Four yet? Start shooting. I think it's Peter Sarsgaard. No, no. he's in the news already. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm joking. We've had two episodes of Chuck that we could talk about. Yes. And wait, wait, wait. Uh, Planet, uh, going up for. I had to rush down to Planet Two on TV. Planet Hulk. Chuck. Human Target. Human Target. I watched. Ooh, I like oh, Human Target. Yeah, we can talk about. Uh, I liked it too, but it's not Human Target. No, oh, it's, 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 it's not. But, uh, yeah. but that's okay because yeah, Len Wein this week said oh, I'm fine with it. Well, I'm like, yeah, you're getting quite a kickback. I'm yeah. sure if it actually goes well this time around, Spring yeah. Springfield. I, I like just about everything about that show except for the fact that they called the human target. Because I think we'll, we'll, I think we'll save it, save it because okay. that's a good that's a good uh, yeah. Anything okay. else? TV explanation? Uh, I got nothing. Blood and sand. Caprica's coming up. I am Spartacus. Oh yeah, Lon's uh, Lon's sixty minute review of. No, how, how more, long was the it was more like a six-minute review. So. Yeah, long, no, I mean that's yeah. a short attention span. But you can talk about it for sixty minutes, dude. But once you've seen it, you can just look at a couple clips and know, wow, this is terrible. You've so. got to remember, you're talking to men who give every show seven episodes, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> We're in for the when long they should haul know better. Suck. <laughs> Sorry if I'm just ahead of the curve. Um, are you open or closed? We're open. Then, then why the is open your sign, sign closed? On. That's why no one's coming in. Uh, the neon sign's on. Actually, it's neon Trump's paper. Yeah, it is. Oh, it does it? Rock, paper, lizard, neon. <laughs> Rock, Spock. paper, lizard, lizard neon. Kills, lizard kills neon <laughs> by inhaling it <laughs> and then glows off on a rock. That would be neon kills lizard. Wow, I think I, I 
I'm filleting a demon here. I don't know what's going on. What? Oh, yeah, you okay. totally are. I don't know. I'm standing right in his crotch. There's I don't a know. picture of you. Okay, sorry. Could you show us all now that we've seen? Uh, my imagination needs to be called back. I'm playing Warcraft. Oh, it's not important. Okay. Anyways, uh, so Spartacus Blood and Sand Planet. Holy Can Shock, we human target? Back to comics. What yep. do we got for comics? Uh, Blackest Night, Image United. Did anybody it? read the Siege number one? Yes, I did. Did you? We talked. Uh, to, we actually I talked remember. about. I read. Well, remember, we talked about the night, the the Friday night one. Because you emailed me afterwards, ah, oh, crap, and then I didn't bring that praiseworthy, oh, this guy went nuts on us. Well, you, you can't you pull log it up from the internet? Log in? No, I can't. Why not? Because it's not kept on the web. It's kept on my uh, You didn't bring There's your laptop? not a copy on the web? No. That's a fail. Anyone at your house that can... You don't have webmail? No. It's not worth it trying to get my mother to understand my computer. <laughs> what Why happens? You? Why is it smoking? Why do you hate me? <laughs> That's I mean, I know why. Late at night, what? it comes to me why everybody hates me, but still. We don't all hate you. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And all the Avengers are coming. The Avengers franchise will come to come an end to an with end, the Z's, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so you could okay. talk about that. You need to mention the fact that we got fan mail, but you forgot it, so the yes. guy who listens will know that you. Yeah. we aren't just... Right. On the next official podcast, we will. I will read it. And next this time, officially a if you would have forwarded it to all of us, right, we would have had it. I would have it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah I know. You like to be a hoarder. Yeah, I thought about it. But no, you I, wanted it to be a surprise. I wanted it to be a surprise. And I appreciate that. You know, that I understand. Was, a showman. We understand. I didn't even ask to to get a sneak preek. Peeker. A sneak preek. No, yeah. there was no preeking. Uh, so I would like uh, a sneak uh, preek. Yeah, well. Prefix. On the For five bucks. Prefix? You're going to have a preek. All right, let's do this. I'm hungry. Yeah, wrestling. Well, TNA. Oh yeah, wrestling. Are you going to bring up Mr. BL Brock Lesnar? Yes, I will. No, Butch any Landry. final thoughts on Conan? What? Uh, you know, I had a thought on Conan. Okay. If you'd we'll like go, to we'll add it. Late night wars. I just had a. I had a Again, weird. You know who who comes out king? Kimmel. Why? Kimmel's no disturbance. Yeah. <laughs> Kimmel's, been, Kimmel's been ripping into him and it's been hilarious. Oh, I haven't seen any of it. That was oh, a good one. I that was awesome. That. Then he did he did an episode of his show as Jay Leno. Yeah. Well, let's save it for the thing. Okay. Yeah. And didn't Kimmel's ratings increase greater than Conan's did over the same time frame? No, Conan's, Conan's went up 50%. Con- yeah. You're not going to get better than, than that. Thought, well, uh, 100% would do it. But 50%, a 50% increase for People who've never watched like 83 Three more people <laughs> were watching. Well, I mean, we'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah. yeah, hey, we can do that. I'll put Conan O'Brien so I don't say Conan. <laughs> Conan. There was a Conan. Oh, they announced a Conan the Barbarian casting this week. Too. Oh, brother! Yeah, the guy from Baywatch Hawaii. Yes, it looks terrible. I still Atlantis, say which character? And is it still Milius? No. Oh, that guy. He's got dreads. Yeah, that's all I know. Yeah, he's actually pretty good for a sci-fi show. Like a no, there's no such thing. Uh, you did <laughs> yeah. it pro- properly. You Dude. put sci-fi and original in front of anything, it's bad. I was watching sci-fi last night at like 3 or 4 in the morning, and they had some movie with Matt, well, no, Joey Lawrence. Remember him? Joseph, Whoa. Joseph Lawrence. And he was in a movie with Chris Jericho. What? Oh, yes. Um, and they were called? both like cyborgs or something. Oh. Uh, well, that's cy- I don't know, but it was hilarious. And I was just like, wow, this is so bad. I yeah. think I've seen like five minutes of that thing. 
Yeah, that was... Oh. I don't think I've ever seen more than five minutes of any, any sci-fi, sci-fi original movie. movie. Oh, you're talking to two guys that give every episode... I take, that, I take that back. The one I have seen, watched all the way through, was Man-Thing. Oh, okay. You know what's awesome, yeah. though? Uh, Piranha 3D yeah. was de- rejected by sci-fi in the script phase. Mansquito is mu- <laughs> is very misunderstood. Mansquito's Mansquito's oh, misunderstood. Uh, what was the mega... Mega the shark versus mega shark. Versus no, 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 no. The uh, the actual shark one they made uh, with the giant shark. Oh, or like jumps out of the water and eats the plane. Yeah, that was Mega Shark um, versus. Uh, no, 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 that was the fake uh, trailer. Based no, on the that was Mega real. Series. That was real. Yeah, that Mega was... Shark versus Giant Octopus was a real movie. I never saw it. About with a real with event. Gibson, with Did Deborah you Gibson. check all our levels? I sound a little weird. But yo, 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 hello, hello. I mean, you know, Lon, you called us on it correctly. Did you yes, check, check your volume? It just sounded a little uh, tweaked. But if you like it, if it well. sounds good, that's fine. About it sounds sci-fi. pretty good. No, okay. I want to talk about the... Uh, Try shouting this. a little bit more. Hey! Yeah, see, I don't want you too much higher than that. You'll fracture. Like, what... I don't know. I've got this theory going about hot blondes. I love hot blondes. And sci-fi. Are you talking about Chris Jericho again? No. Okay. I love Chris Jericho. No, but when we get to TV, we'll talk, be talking about the, like the, who sci-fi anoints and who they don't. Oh, fair point. So you have a very deep voice. I have to bring the bass up on Chris a little bit just to make him sound a little bit more masculine. Right. Little, That's right. A level. No, you see, I like a little. I more like the bass. how you lowered your voice there. Yeah, no. yeah. But, <laughs> but, it, but it if it peaks, it's no, fine. it works when you're talking like this. You only talk like this during the sound check. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, you, and the rest of the you time, know what you're doing. Really so let's go. I'm Mr. Johnny Fever. Thank you for coming. Right. If I could get. This is the one that I can never get. And you never will. Yeah. I gotta yeah. be, I, you can't tame me. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's get started. Come on. Tameless, swift, and proud. I'm like Percy Bysshe Shelley in the wind. Anyway, go ahead. That's one of my favorite Oh, ones, I forgot. Under movies, uh, Valentine's Day is coming out. Oh, No, God. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> is it going to be as good as Valentine was? Because that was great. All right, let's start this party. Let's do it. Okay. David Boreanaz. See right there? It sounds like I'm peeking a little bit. You are. 1999's yes. worst film. Yo. Okay. All right. I'll go with it. Would you like some room tone? Room tone. There you go. Try it. Try it again. <laughs> try it again. He completes me. Hello, hello, hello. I want to take okay. a good Hey, ho, ha, he, he, ha. <laughs> We're fine. It? Okay. All right, I think it's your ears. Could be. Actually, I've had a head cold for two weeks. So oh, there you go. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. We ready? I'm yep. ready. Oh, I'm taking it out then. Okay. That Ryan we had also, I, I think in a previous podcast, we'd also talked about how you guys were okay with it, not, um... Right. That's him right now. Shit, I'm going to take this. Hello? We're going to hey, pause. I'm um, in the middle of something real fast, but are you still good to go around at four or five or what? Lon's making a booty call. Yeah. Uh, what? Okay, where are you getting your no. sense album? That was why I checked the time. <laughs> it's going to be in the outtakes. Okay, sounds good. I'll see that. 40 oh, minutes. Yeah. Right, Lon's got um, a booty call. Who is that, Lon? That was Chris Esparza. I'm Chris Garcia. Thank you. So basically when, you know, so I just thought that we had talked originally in a previous podcast about... Who was the villain in Sherlock Holmes? I would like to officially announce that I am not under any circumstances, Harry Knowles. Uh, despite the fact that I have been confused for him now three times, I'm going to say I like you better than Harry Knowles. I would, and hope you so. can walk upright. That's right. Oh no! Uh, Anybody yeah. that knows Harry Knowles knows he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, and his scooter. knuckles do drag when he does try to walk. So, oh dear lord! 
So uh, anyway, yeah. So Harry pushed who he thought it thought it was going to be, and then so no, it's Mark. Uh, <laughs> although it's not a done deal, Mark Strong is. Who no. wrote it? Do we know? Greg Pak. Well, the original, Pac. yes, but I don't think you. It's actually pronounced Puck, which is would make sense. Actually, it's Pack. No, it's Puck. No, it's Pack. Uh, Garcia knows him. <laughs> yeah, they are actually yeah. friends. Oh, okay, yes. sorry. So, hey, Greg. Uh, I, 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 okay, <laughs> the only reason I had the only reason I had confidence I listened to the Marvel podcast and he mm-hmm. was introduced as Greg Puck. Huh. That might have been in a Brooklyn accent. Was it Casada? Yeah. Hey, or a Boston. <laughs> hey, Pac. Hey, Pac. <laughs> hey, Pac. When are you going to park your car? Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm I gonna, listened to it twice because we I'm gonna it trust, wrong. I'm going to trust Chris Garcia on this. Oh, that is your first. Even I'm going to admit that's a bad call. <laughs> oh. But Greg even, Pack, even a broken clock is right twice a day, Chris. That's not necessarily and true. What you, if the whole hand is missing? What's the origin of that name? <laughs> what, uh, uh, Korean. It is Korean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Okay. Humph. In the middle of the earth, in the land of Charlotte's a brave little hobbit whom we all admire with his long wooden pipe, fuzzy woolly toes. He lives in a hobbit hole and everybody knows him, Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins is only three feet tall. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, the bravest little hobbit of them all. It's a peace-loving folks, you know They're never in a hurry and they take things slow They don't like to travel away from home They just like to eat and be left alone But one day Bilbo was asked to go On a big adventure to the caves below To help some dwarves get back their gold That was stolen by a dragon in the days of old Bilbo, Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins Only three feet tall Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, the bravest little hobbit of them all. Well, he fought with the goblins. He battled a troll. He riddled with Gollum. A magic ring he stole. He was chased by wolves, lost in the forest, escaped in a barrel from the elf king's halls. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, the bravest little hobbit of them all. That brave little hobbit whom we all admire Just sitting on a treasure of silver and gold Puffing on his pipe in his hobbit Ho, ho, Bilbo Bilbo Baggins He's only three feet tall Bilbo Bilbo Baggins The bravest little hobbit of them all Bilbo Because Edward sound too weird. <laughs>